0: Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The world's original podcast.
2: Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered.
1: Patriots Unfiltered.
3: Paul is in a particularly <laughs> foul mood today. A lot of the reason why is because the Bills lost and a lot of Patriots nope. fans are gleeful. <laughs> nope. And he hates it when <laughs> Patriots fans are happy. Or will they start tearing things down now? What is just, you tearing down? I don't, I, you pick the guy that ran the fastest 40? Like that's the homework that you did? Was that? Just like Al oh. Davis. Evan's going to be fun on the draft show. <laughs> he found a way. We found a way, almost. Yeah, we found we a, a way to uh, say it,
4: Deuce. This would be an appropriate time for Mike <laughs> Dussault's almost sneaky negativity be in the game. <laughs> we found a way to almost have a chance, yeah, to be competitive. Just, they thought yeah. they
3: were going to be the Patriots. They're I, never going to be
4: the. Patriots. This was their window. Bold statement there. Eighth's They're never going to go to the Super yeah. Bowl nine times <laughs> in twenty years. I do listen. I listen to what they say.
3: You know, and to me, you know, there are some that are better.
4: You you have to. You you need someone to tell you what's going on. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. This
5: is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. Patriots
4: Unfiltered. All right. Welcome
3: to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium. And uh, a big crew of content people for us left this morning, early this morning. uh, 6.30 wheels up on their way to Las Vegas. To get ready for the shrine bowl so coming up we'll have a lot of content coming from there uh starting when tomorrow i guess yeah uh i think mean, practice is saturday, saturday. saturday? Yeah. 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 yeah
6: tomorrow might be a little bit of a dead day but yeah but i'm sure evan and alex are getting after it in yeah. vegas alex the has the never catch been out 20, there so. the <laughs> catch-22
3: twins are out there i think it's the catch Twenty Two some 2 Twosome? Yeah. sure yeah okay
6: all right uh but we're well, here. Whatever they
3: want to do in Vegas. Deuce <laughs> is here. Alex is here. Paul's here. I'm, I'm on here. Video. Matt's in the booth. We're on video today on YouTube. Hello, Jerry. Hello, everyone. So everyone. if you're uh, you know listening to us your usual way and you want a treat, you can head on over to YouTube and watch <laughs> us on the YouTube. Get a little eye candy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, well, uh, yeah. well Alex Maybe here. one of us, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, you're kind no, of a not handsome you guy Paul. there, Deuce. <laughs> I
7: don't know. You're all great. You're all tense. <laughs>
6: oh, you're the best. Um... So it's mm-hmm. official, yeah. Bill yeah. O'Brien, it's
3: official. The Patriots finally made the announcement official this morning. Uh, so oh, I'm not sure I understand. yeah, I don't know who Siri is working now, but oh. um, yeah, no anyway, way. uh, so yeah, <laughs> so, so that's that's, t- that's official, <laughs> oh, and that's weird. <laughs> uh, coupled, coupled with that announcement was a story in the Herald today Karen Garigian and uh, Andrew Callahan, yes, I believe. Tag team yeah. it. um. Nothing, you know, we talked about it, nothing really that we didn't know, but it is interesting to see the direct quotes attributing, attributed to some of the things that we thought were happening. And also, I think is interesting how quickly it came out after the fact. You know, a lot of times this stuff, you know, takes a month or so, and then, then it comes out. Yeah. You know, Bob Holler would write it about the Red Sox and the Globe. <laughs> you know. Um, but this <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, but this was pretty quick. Yeah. Um, So people tell to me, it tells me that people couldn't wait to unload. Or were
7: unloading during the season.
3: Yeah.
4: See, I I I think Alex has it. Could be. Yeah. And they were holding it. You think? Well, I I think there was an element of you know, like Kendrick Bourne talking about we got to change up our schemes, man. That maybe people had. No. Let's let's talk about this. You know, maybe you know one of the writers says, you know, let's you know, when this is over, you know, let's, you know, I can't, I can't get into it any further now. You know, when the season's over, we'll talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. The seeds were planted, I thought, throughout
6: the year. And credit to Andrew and Karen, because they were teed up, ready to go, knew what they wanted to get. And I mean, it's, it's, it's everywhere right now. It just, I never, I never really wanted to believe it was as bad as we kind of thought it potentially could be based on everything, but it it seems like it was. One of the things that Stood
3: out to me. It wasn't a quote. It was a description about how everything was a scramble, a mad scramble to get things done, which is completely 180 degrees the way that place has operated for the last 20 years. That's a good point. You know, part of their success was the continuity. You know, you had the the succession plans. You had the people in place. So every year it was a new year, but the same system. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not just talking about offense. I'm talking about everything. How everything operated from the scouting to on up, and and that gave you an advantage every season. And to hear that this year was a mad scramble told me that, you know, losing Josh McDaniels was a huge deal. Like so much got done. Let me rephrase it. So much just got done. And this year it wasn't getting done. And I think a lot of it was because he was gone and you had two guys in – high positions on the offense that had never done it before. And yeah. so it was all new for them
4: too. And, and there's a lot of things, and we're going to talk about this story and some of the stuff that is in it. But my my biggest takeaway from Bill is, it, fine, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious that putting, as Fred said, putting the defensive guy in charge of the offense was a, a miscalculation. It didn't work. But I think the thing that, that Bill misjudged the most was how much – josh mcdaniels did yes exactly you know yeah. it, it's not just about well you can get you can get a coach to do sometimes you know it's like that institutional knowledge kind of thing when you have a guy who's been in a, a role you know let's say someone who's a co-host on a <laughs> podcast for 23 some odd years now, there's it's just interesting kinda, there's it's just kind of things that you know yeah. that a new guy comes in and he might have um you know all the same kind of knowledge of all the you know, all the stuff going on, but it's, it's, it's just different. Yeah. And I, I think with Josh McDaniels, I think the underestimation on Bill's part of just
6: how much he didn't have to worry about offense. Exactly. How surprising is that though? I just, I mean, that's, and that goes that was back my big to the core from of, the story. of everything of just, you know, how could, how could Bill miscalculate this badly at this point, especially where I feel he's in his seventies. Every season is so valuable. You know, it's, it's getting down to the last handful of seasons at best, how could you make this big of a well, mistake? Well, you know,
3: you, you take things for granted, and you, you know, you. I, I'm sure, like in two thousand in two thousand one, Bill was like every, you know, every detail he was involved in. And as you go along, you don't have to be anymore, and you kind of lose track of it. Yeah. And Josh was in charge of every little detail, and then he leaves. And like Paul said, maybe he didn't realize how much he actually did, and but it, he found out quick. You along, know, and then it was too late.
7: Along those same lines, I thought it was really... The most eye-opening thing for me was it wasn't even just players questioning. It was other coaches who say, whether it be Judge or Patricia, I forget who it was about in this particular part, would come in, try to teach something, and then that position coach would be like correcting yeah, everything Judge, they said. Judge was, yeah. was
6: dabbling in some other stuff, too. and I mean, he comes out l- looking like he, he didn't you know, have a great... Well, yeah. He comes out looking like a with power-hungry Matt. tyrant.
3: Yeah, yeah. Is what all, it comes all off. season it was... Patricia 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 but in this article yeah. uh judge was you know having problems too. Yeah, it I, was mostly judge in this
6: in yeah. this story. Yeah, the other thing I just I wanted to highlight because it was the exact point I made on Tuesday's show kind of speculating uh, I mean I'll read the quote a lot of guys would ask well what's going to happen if the defense does this and you would see they didn't really they hadn't really accounted for that yet one source said and they'd say well We'll get to that when we get to that that type of attitude got us in trouble it was exactly you know what That's you thought what it it's, looked like yeah like you know they just they had no counter punches and it, and and we said it so many times during the season it just felt like they were kind of pulling plays out of a hat and nothing was sequenced yeah. nothing worked off of each other and you know just everything you kind of felt or yeah, thought and, it, and, and this is and it's
3: everything that you guys have been saying and you know, like you know why with new guys are you putting in a new offense especially when the new guys have never coached not only that system but offense at all like that's a bad time to be making a lot of big changes yeah i I
4: totally agree with that and we did talk about it um but it it just when when you go back and you think throughout the summer when we were talking we were doing our you know the first four days we do live shows the entirety of practice and we're sitting there and we're watching and the five of us are looking at each other you know the four of us and evan doesn't look right and, and we're like this just doesn't look right this is this is just a train wreck you know and and then it's, you know, it inevitably starts. And I get it because, you know, we're, we're Patriots.com. We're, you know, we're catering to hardcore Patriots fans. And everybody's like, it can't be that bad. Right. It can't be that bad. Yeah. right They'll get it figured. You know, out. they'll figure this yeah. out. And yeah. I just like right here, you know, right at the top of the story, seeds of dysfunction were planted in the spring and summer around the time Jones told the media he would teach his new quarterback coach, Joe Judge, the first of multiple comments he made that would irk The staff. And and I I think, you know, months later, members of the organization since Belichick's offensive staff suffered from the same lack of cohesion players would display on Sundays. Soon enough, they knew they were all right. This is what, you know, this is what we talked about all training camp. That paragraph sums up every, like, you watch Mac in his his press conferences after, you know, what did he, maybe two, three, four times during training Mm -hmm. camp, he speaks, right? Yep. Every time the frustration dripped from every word we know the the famous one and they get to that one later about david andrews and his blow up um on the field and his frustration it was a combination to me of a plan that wasn't well thought out and an absolute refusal on the part of the players to accept the plan yeah and i think that conspired i don't think it would have been just there's a lot of teams that aren't overly well coached that find a way to be functional yeah. This this was dysfunctional from the start because the players didn't want it. They it didn't want worse, it you know. and
3: the people who were teaching it didn't have the credibility. Correct. Right. You know, it's like if Bill O'Brien was teaching it or someone
4: who's made Oh, a they would but they would have wanted it then.
3: They they would maybe even if they didn't they'd be like, "Well, he knows what he's talking about, so let's give him a chance. Let's give this a shot." You know, for now and and but I think like that article said right from the get-go there were
4: issues and so you know and I think part of this is on Mac. Like, the, you know, do you remember when we would talk about those things that he said? You know, I want to be coached harder, and they became punchlines. And and I said, I wouldn't like to be hearing this stuff if I were Bill Belichick. And then you sort of wonder why is Bill Belichick not publicly backing Mac Jones? This is why. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this, this story does not pay in a positive yeah, light if, if, on everything offensive. If, if Mac uh, had last year. kept his comments to private and you know still told Bill. But not gone public. I bet you, Bill would have backed him up in public more. And yeah. it's not—it's not about right or wrong, because we can all sit there and say, "Well, he was right; he was right." I, I get it. According to this, I get it. They weren't well coached. Yeah, it doesn't
6: mean he was right. Right. Well, he, I think he had handled it better. You <laughs> right. Know? And it's, it's a way to handle it. Yeah. yeah. And it's—I mean, especially all of this as a second-year quarterback. Yeah. Well, it just—I mean, it, it, it makes you happy that that you have Bill O'Brien, who I think everybody thinks has the temperament and the knowledge and the experience to. Walk back into that room and have the players hopefully say, "Okay, let's just flush 2022's offense down the drain. This is the Bill O'Brien offense." But again, same point I brought at the beginning of the last show. It's just frustrating that that like it started bad, it got worse. There was no changes that could be made. I mean, we watched five yeah. months of football.
3: No, I know and that went nowhere. It
6: was kind of a lost season. And, yeah. you know, like listen, I'll take I'll take responsibility.
3: Uh, <laughs> ultimately, it's my re- like I thought. It was going to be okay. Yeah, like I'm had, not, not, not going to kill you for it. You had two former head coaches, and but I was dead wrong. And you know, I think Bill was trying to think out of the box, and he was dead wrong.
4: Yeah. you know, yeah. And I'm I mean, going to back you. And that's a, if I make cheap shots at you about that, I <laughs> want you okay. to I want you to call me out <laughs> because I don't. I own it. I no, blame I own it. no, because yeah. I think that you were you were just trying to be one of the few guys that was going to look at it from the other side. But I wasn't uh, uh, doing that just to be... No, but I don't I, think I, you...
3: I genuinely thought this could work out. I genuinely
4: think that yeah. you felt like it was strange right from the start. Well, and the, you were just trying it was, to it. You were thinking
3: it. out of the box. You know, like, yes, it wasn't... It wasn't a straight line to the goal. It was, you know, yeah. a long way to Grandma's house. But I genuinely thought these guys... Have now been head coaches in this league, and that's valuable experience. It's you know you can't duplicate that experience. That you did keep
4: saying, and I told yeah. you that was useless. Right, <laughs> but, right. But,
3: and I, you know, but you know, there's there, like there's a saying, you know, if you're a good coach, you're a good coach, and I still believe that. Like if you're a good position coach and you know the game, I think you can coach any position. But where I was wrong is being an offensive coordinator or even just a play caller is not coaching. Yeah. that's not coaching. You know, that's offense. more of an art. Yeah. You know, it's more of a, a, you know, knowing how to do it. It's not coaching offensive linemen. Yeah. It's different. Technique. This you is know? more
6: about big picture, macro, yeah. offense, what plays to coaching run, Coaching is teaching. Yeah.
4: Calling plays is not teaching. That's but even different. Even teaching, I think there's different mm-hmm.
3: skill sure. sets involved. Sh- you sure.
4: Know. Like a wide receiver isn't necessarily the guy I want coaching defensive linemen. No, fair
6: enough. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, but, yeah. I, but I still generally get your point, though, Fred. I mean, it's, you know, coaching a position, teaching techniques, those kind of things. It certainly helps when the coach is coming from a system that they know inside and out. And, you know, someone like Dante Scarnecchia, who had been here for 20 years, has the ability probably to talk to just about any position, at least on offense, and tell them what they're supposed to be doing on a given play. And that's like what this staff didn't have. And And it's just amazing to me reading this because it's, everything you kind of thought but then it started as bad as we kind of speculated it might be and it and it got worse and you know as much as you sat through all those press conferences of like oh we're working at it we'll get it like you know now it just it just reframes kind of this season for me as as man it must have been really really tough for a lot of those guys and I I mean I know that people made mistakes on the coaching staff and people made players made mistakes and how they handled it but just how hard it must be to deal with it And, and everything that we were talking about was true, you yeah. know all those things. It almost and, and makes
7: it impressive that it didn't come out sooner, hmm. because it's the same narrative we've been talking about since the Could preseason. Could have blown up even more the during the season. You know? Hear what's oh. going on? They I think it did. Our part. Yeah, of and then maybe we. Just I think it never came really out in the summer. Out. I, I yeah.
4: this is like I said, this was the basic topic of conversation that we had on July 29th.
7: That's what I'm saying, and the players have to hear all that and just publicly face us and be like, "What? It's oh, fine." Oh no, 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 I'm saying.
4: Like, what the players were saying was was our topic of conversation. They were telling you they didn't think this was going to work. And we talked about it, and everybody said, what are you talking about? You know, he just wants to be coached harder. That's a rocket shot at his coaches. We said it at the time. Yeah, it was.
3: You know, uh, and, you know, so it's all out there. Bill O'Brien's hired, but the job's not over, you know, in terms of rebuilding the confidence and faith of this team. The job's not over with just hiring Bill O'Brien, and I'm looking at Bill, Belichick. He's got a lot of work to do to now kind of restore the confidence in the system with the team. You know, it's not just Bill O'Brien taking over the offense. It's Bill saying, "Okay, that didn't work," and publicly saying that to the team, not not us. He doesn't have to say it to the media. I'm talking about to the players. Like, I screwed up. Yeah, I screwed up. Um, but we're gonna get better.
6: It's gonna be good. You know. So he's, he's got to do that. I'm a, I mean, I'm hoping that that conversation happened with Matt because I think that that's probably the first bridge that has to, I don't know if it can be mended, but at least can establish some level of, of confidence that, that things are going to be you know, different. But after reading this, it, just, it, it makes me wonder a little bit more about, you know, where is Matt Patricia with the Shrine Bowl? And, you know, he's not on that list. He, you know, I, I think there was a report today from Ian Rappaport that Joe Judge was headed to the Shrine Bowl. Yeah, Perhaps. I saw that and I retweeted it. With, Remember, that's a networking thing
4: too. I retweeted that without comment. I'm not so sure. But after yeah. reading this, I'm not so, sh- so sure. I mean, maybe he is there, but I'm not positive. It was interesting
7: how Ian Rappaport came out with it really right after this Callahan and Grigian story was getting, like, all the traction. Like, I, I don't know. I wonder why... I I just I mean, I didn't think I
6: I, no matter how bad it went last year, I never really believed up until today that either one of those guys would get moved out because I think they still would have value in some aspect of the organization in Bill Belichick's eyes. And at this moment, like I'm not I'm not so sure what happens next year with either. Bill Belichick
3: or even Robert Kraft. I hold no grudges against Joe Judge or Matt Patricia. I go back to this like they were just trying to do the best job they could. So there's. I, I think there's nothing that the team should yeah. be holding against. Well, him. So, ba- based so
4: on this story, there's well a little something I hold against Joe Judge. Okay, yeah. so Not maybe, maybe he's got a temper, but that's how he is. Well, but he's coaching other. Okay, team, uh, he, he's the quarterbacks coach. Why is he getting involved in everything else? I'm yeah. sure.
3: I'm sure as a special teams coordinator, he yelled at people too. You know, so uh, it, uh, why uh, are if, you focusing on yelling? But if Joe Judge wants to go to the Shrine Bowl and network on our dime, I'm I'm gonna
4: let him. Yeah. Get on the okay. charter. What, with the hope Who pay for your this room? story ac- accuses <laughs> him of overstepping. Okay, not like, but not, not just but, yelling. But that
3: happens when things aren't going yeah. bad.
4: Everybody right. wants to f- try to fix it. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, usually you have guys that know what they're talking about trying to fix it. But what, whatever. In, but, in terms but, of the, the, the thing that you're talking about, Deuce, uh, like I'm am ju- with you and Fred uh, in being really surprised if in fact Matt Patricia and Joe Judge are gone, but not for the same reason. Like I, I, I think they should be gone. I'm just really surprised that Bill wouldn't say, All right, like Fred keeps saying, you did me a solid, you know, all right, let's let's get you back in a different role.
6: Get you but out of the limelight. Think,
4: but I think the lack of faith in what those two guys were talking about last year, quote unquote, needs to be out of the locker room. I, yeah. I agree and with that. And I think him. that's why they're gone. That's yeah. like that's I, the I, part I'm surprised I, from. I mm-hmm. kind of
3: agree with Paul, you yeah. know, like if it was that bad, you guys gotta go. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. and and I'm I'm going to do whatever I can to help you get your next job or whatever you need. I'll you know, if someone calls for a reference, it was on me, but to keep them part of it with all that bad will,
4: I don't think is in the best interest of the team. Yeah, that yeah. Th- and that and that's why yeah. I think it's it's happened. Yeah, if you would ask me a month ago, yeah, you know, will Joe Judge just take over special Reassign. teams? Will Matt Patricia <laughs> just either be part of the defense or? Go back to the Ernie Adams role. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Now I'm not so sure that I know, that's going right? to happen. I, I
6: yeah, and that's like for me that the Matty P in the in the Ernie Adams role two years ago, like that's like a dream job. Like you don't really you have like no none of the accountability. You're just kind of accountable to Bill. You're up in this. You're not having an interview with it. We didn't hear from him for a whole year. Then he gets thrown into the offensive, and and now he might be out when he he might have had a job that like Ernie Adams. Like it right. could have been coasting to as long as Bill series the guy up in the booth. No one ever. That's to why hear from him. I. That's why I. I give
3: him sympathy, you know, Matt Patricia, you know,
6: that's why I,
3: I, I think think that nothing in here really is fair. I'm with you. I mean, nothing
6: in here really comes off that he was a dick about it. Like, it seems like Joe judge was a dick about it, but it doesn't,
7: nothing. also the reputation he had in like New York too. So it's exactly. yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, you know, just remember how when things went bad in New York, his, his last couple press conferences.
4: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That contributed to why he finally got the ax. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah. That, that would have scared the crap out of me to bring him back. Yeah. Like, the guy unraveled. Yeah.
3: Especially
7: dealing with the players. Like, yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. So, anyway, we move on. Uh, Bill O'Brien. Uh, I thought Evan had a, a good look in his opinion of what the offense might look like under O'Brien. Yeah. Um waiting to get a call about why is he giving away all our secrets <laughs> you know i don't think you'll get that <laughs> uh,
6: but you know it's 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 gonna be an yeah. interesting off yeah and what else is gonna, i'm excited wh- yeah about what else off-season? is to come no not that speculated clem move hasn't happened but you know is, is does bill o'brien have some say now in terms of other staff members he wants yeah. to bring in or hire um, i assume we're hitting the pause button while everybody's in vegas for the next week Putting, the, putting that all together? Yeah, you know? I
3: mean, I was looking up, uh, you know, the way NFL coaching contracts usually work, and usually uh, they expire on January 31st. Hmm. It's not like the league year, like with players. Right. Because they have to get those done quicker because they have to be in place before the players start coming in. So January 31st, it's a, it's a tough time
6: to have to go coach a college bowl game. You know. yeah, you, I mean, theoretically, you could lose a coach in the middle of, of next week, right? right like, right, <laughs> I'll be gone tomorrow. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but it's, if you, you want a do? guy back, yeah,
4: like, you wouldn't I don't know how many of those guys out. are in the last year of their yeah. contracts. Yeah, I don't know, you know, if any. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure based on reports that Nick Cayley yeah, is he's not, out. yeah, he's he's he, his uh contract, but he wasn't is even up, on the and he's not there. Yeah, he's not one of the ones that was listed as having gone, right? So, I mean, like, Troy Brown. To me, that the question that Mike asks is the one that I that I have the interest in. I got in. a contract for life. Can, can you guys welcome the <laughs> can, I,
6: can I have um, I do an impression of Fred doing an impression of Troy well, Brown. That, and the then beauty. it comes out like
7: Cleveland from Family Guy. <laughs> you guys.
6: That's the beauty of
4: all of Fred's uh, impressions is that you do the impression of Fred doing the impression. I <laughs> a little girl
8: in Dusseldorf.
4: Rush
2: used to have an album called Grace Under, Under Pressure. pressure. <laughs>
6: Uh, but
4: whether or not Bill O'Brien has the say, yeah, like, does um, he have any input in, you know, so I, like, yeah. I, I had that as part of, like, a retweet on, you know, the Adrian up and, and someone's like, well, don't you think you went over that, idiot? Well, you know, and is it, yeah, I do. I'm pretty sure that they did talk about this. I wasn't in the interview, though, so I don't know what the answer to the question is. <laughs> like, I don't think Bill's... O'Brien is going to be suddenly saying, well, wait a minute, Bill. You said I could hire all my <laughs> staff. Now I can't. Right. I don't think that's going to happen. Whatever they agreed to, they agreed to. Right. Um, and I think that one of the reasons why
3: the release didn't go out till this morning is because they were working on those details. Mm-hmm. Could be. Well,
6: quarterback yeah. coach, could too, be. probably yeah, a little bit significant. In his title, yeah. Yeah. That he's there as well. Uh, and one more thing just to highlight with Nick Kaley is is uh, your guy, Nate Hackett, going to the Jets. Yes. Some speculation about him and, and a Ron. Rogers maybe perhaps so mm-hmm. a reunion and the mm-hmm. with the Jets oh my god mm-hmm. Patriots fans heads are going to explode you got
3: Josh Allen Aaron Rodgers no, but he stinks
4: uh, who Josh Allen
3: oh yeah, yeah he's don't done. forget yeah. their windows closed they
6: went they went they they expired and Tom Brady in Correct. Miami <laughs> expired <laughs> expired did you hear my last one Tom Brady Miami Ooh. yeah uh I, I, uh, Patriots aside, I mean, I just feel like Aaron Rodgers in the, with the Jets would just be a, like must-watch TV. Like, just all of it. Not just the field stuff, but off the field, the fans, everything oh, the York York that goes with New York and Aaron Rodgers? I mean, I think you got a little taste of it in 08 when Favre went there. And, you know, all of a sudden they've got, like well, I mean, that's the same thing, right? They <laughs> an, an old Green Bay
3: quarterback. Isn't that where Favre got in trouble with, like, the cheerleader director or something like
6: that? Send yeah. him yeah. pics Jen, of his uh, wee-wee? Jen something.
3: It was yeah. a reporter, right? Jen Sturger, Gen- something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, she worked for the team.
4: Yeah, I think she was a team reporter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. team reporter, something okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Bad job. could, so. could have been you, Alex.
3: <laughs>
9: no,
3: no,
7: <laughs> never. Bing. Hard no athlete rule. That far. Ha- hard no, hard athlete, no athlete, rule. athlete rule. I would have never. Date probably,
3: an probably a good way to. <laughs> you like the creative sorts? <laughs>
7: <laughs> um, I just it's being on the road. It's being I don't know. Oh yeah, mm.
3: yeah. It's hard. to. did a pilot, life. didn't ha- go well. Hard I to imagine manage. it's the same with a football hard player or any athlete. Yeah. Too much temptation. Yeah, too much money. Yeah, travel. Ego. Yeah, and we I'm talked out. about the strip club All thing. Out. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, come on. Yeah. Did anyway, eight five five Pat. Paul's like we did. Eight <laughs> five five Pat's five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web Radio at Patriots dot com
6: is the email address. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, well, we're. I mean, we are gearing up for the Shrine Bowl. That, that's. Uh, yeah, I mean, kind of Shrine a big bowl, deal. Shrine bowl, bowl, Senior Bowl, Senior Bowl, bowl next bowl. week. So I've yeah. been. Uh, Evan, are, are you, and, you going to the Senior Bowl? No, no, no it's all broadcast, so we'll, okay. we'll have we'll have full access to everything. Maybe Demarcus Covington does, but um, I started putting together a post to just all the guys down there, you know, guys to kind of watch. But uh, as we get going here on uh, on draft season, so I'm excited. We got the combine too. We got all the schedule of those guys. Kind of interesting, Paul. I don't know if you noticed they switched up this order this year. So. It's uh, you know of uh, uh, just what the prospects go. Usually, it was like DBs are remember. usually last. Yeah, yeah so correct. DBs are going earlier. Oh, they're going defense first. The, this uh, year? The O-line is, yeah, the yep. O line is the O line. and QBs and, r- and running backs are going towards the end. So um, yeah, we'll probably probably stay through all of it just because we need alignment, and then the we'll last last group to go. So um, yeah, it's all you know all coming together. The next couple of months will really be. Uh, We'll be interested in getting all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, people
3: say, you know, what do you guys do in the off season?
6: <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of times, the off season
4: is uh, is busier than is. the regular season, I'm and it's definitely because like. It's definitely h- harder. It might not be busier, but it's harder because the schedule. <laughs> well, yes, at any the moment. <laughs> the schedule is such in in the regular season that everybody knows exactly what they need to do when they need to do it. You yep, get, right. You mm-hmm. get into right. a r- press routine. conferences, you know, locker room. It's play Wednesday. A it's machine Wednesday is Thursday the, games. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I mean that there's always you know the long, long weeks followed by the short lead, weeks you know, and right. all that stuff. But yeah. in the off season, like, I mean. Yeah. You'll be hard pressed to be any busier than you will be like that second week of March, and whenever you know, whenever the new I think the new league year is like the fifteenth. You get the, yeah. the the two or three day, the two days before that with the tampering period and all the reports of signings, and then your free agency starts and trades happen. You know that's when Hunter Renfro is going to become a Patriot <laughs> by all accounts. <laughs> is that going
6: to happen really? I know you'll uh, well be very I mad about that one. So did you see Josh this Fred? culture while Wall- Waller in
4: Renfro? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. s- well, I think people only have tied Renfro to the Patriots though Waller is another Raider supposedly yeah. I don't know evidently Josh McDaniels wants to retool his roster and get rid of all of his good players so <laughs> I know, right? yeah that's what uh, I don't understand if you're looking I to bring in
7: culture yeah. fits why are, what's wrong with Hunter, it, Hunter makes Renfro? Me, it makes no sense to
4: me but I, I, I have a question and you know that I'm yeah. I, I come yeah, at it and yeah. I'm I'm upfront about it I'm not the biggest right. Hunter Renfro fan right okay and you hate the Patriots would you rather yeah. have J- Jacoby Myers or Hunter Renfro Jacoby Myers. I, I would, too. Is that stupid? Am I an idiot for that? No. Because Hunter Renfro had one year in four years that was better than the last two that Myers had?
3: Yeah. No, I, I'd i rather have
4: Myers. And he's more expensive. Yeah. Renfro? Yeah.
7: That's and something we didn't right now, mention, is that Jacoby allegedly was playing with yeah. a partial tear all year? That's yeah,
4: another that's no, that another piece
3: also of in this. Another uh, nugget? And and Ramondre Stevenson was more beat up Bang. than mm-hmm. on? Yeah, well, Correct. That, that one. That one we kind of knew, but...
6: Yeah. What what are you gonna do? I mean, there was it was him and rookies left at the end. That was all, yeah. all him.
3: We knew he was gonna get banged up, right? Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah it says uh, he played through a small tear in his knee uh mid season. That was Myers, and then uh Source said he uh, of Stevenson he wore down and he was hurt more than he let on. Um and then he you know, it talked about you know <laughs> Then it, it, this is sort of prefacing the, the lateral with the Raiders, yeah. uh, in Vegas, and it's, it's still teammates and coaches backed Myers and Stevenson, knowing that they had been boxed in the same impossible position the offense found itself in all year long, fighting a two front war against a Sunday opponent in an enemy from within. Mm. That's
7: really tough for someone. Ooh. That's good writing, though, to Karen. say about Jacoby when he's in a contract year. to Have that come out that he had. Oh, a, a tear. I didn't even
4: think of it that way, but that's that's, that's a, a tough. Good, that's a good point. I didn't even think of it that way, Throwing but you're right.
7: Throwing a boy right. under the
4: bus. Well, I think it helps, Jacoby, don't you? No, it hurts him trying to get a contract. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because he's damaged goods. Oh, but just a little tear, that's not a bad
3: well, thing. I, mean, I don't know that, what that means. But so. that What's <laughs> a little tear? <laughs> Is it a little tear in the I like Fred. You know what? ACL, that was nice. That, that's the opposite. Yeah. That's uh, doing the meniscus, him a solid. The meniscus, the patellar right. tendon. It, no, but then Fred, Fred just, just did a masala. Like just <laughs> a little tear. See what I did? Playing at 50 percent, I
4: know. Well, look what I can do for you. <laughs>
7: <laughs> unless it's someone trying to get him to resign here on a That's what I'm saying.
4: Like, that's kind of doing him dirty. I, yeah. I agree with you. Not yeah. great.: But he's probably going to be in line for, I don't know 12, 13 million somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. and you know, AAV is over 16 for, for Renfro, and he's got a, like a roster bonus that he's due, and it's guaranteed yeah. his salary next year
6: is guaranteed. I just, to be honest, I'm over the rest of the league in free agency. I just want to draft guys. I just want to draft guys. I don't need to go get I don't mind free agents, but,
4: like, I have a guy that I know works in this system. No, I know he can play in Foxborough. Works in any system. Speak and I think he's going to catch 85 right, balls. Right, right. So why do I need to go out and get another guy? Well, I want to get McConkie. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> I have to
4: admit that made me laugh.
3: <laughs> but s- speaking of money... Um, uh, Me
7: too. Just to hear you say "McConkie" <laughs> over and over again
3: next season. <laughs> the great Dante Scarnecchia was on the radio this morning. Oh wow! And he, how did they get him wow. to come on the radio? They, they were talking. They were talking about money they and, and, down. and <laughs> rare debt. And Dante was going on about you know how the cap limits you. Blah blah blah. And I gotta I gotta give credit to one of your guys, Paul Chris Curtis. He said Dante, I gotta disagree with you, and he went on about how you know you can do things with
4: the cap.
6: Yeah.
3: You know, so it was good to see. Wow, you know, at least at least a little pushback. Yes, yeah. and yes. I'm not
4: saying it. it to me, it's th- the money is a real
3: thing because Dante even used the word hard cap. It's anything but a hard cap. Yeah. Even I'll admit the that. The
4: NHL is really the only hard cap in yeah. sports. Um, but you know, in terms of that, like when you look at Hunter Renfro, I I, and I think it's. I forget exactly the numbers, but it's like a, a five million dollar rod. It's it's four and change, you know, guaranteed. His salary is like six and a half, guaranteed. Like that's money. Like forget the cap. That's that, that's cash money that has to go out, and that's what makes it more difficult. That's what ties up your ability to get other guys. Right. You know, if you wanted to get, you know, if you want to draft a left tackle. For example, okay, so that's that's a cheap fixed cost for four years, right? And with the ability to, to up him for a fifth year, right? But then you you're probably going to need another
0: tackle. Well, that
4: costs the, money. And and the other like, thing that yeah. doesn't get talked about as much,
3: but it's something that a GM or a head coach has to deal with is you're paying that guy that much from within your locker room, you know, because there is a pecking order, and if you overpay a guy, that isn't viewed as worth that money it it you know sends a message in your locker room so you have to be careful about your locker room
6: politics as well well I think Jacoby's a big part of that I mean I think that's you know I I, I mean I agree with everything Paul said in terms of just the playing but also you know one of Mac's guys when we see this article like how much are they going to do this offseason to mend bridges with Mac or based on Bill and what he said about Mac Is he not really? Like, is he just going to kind of do what he did and expect Mac to get on board? Or will they actively do things like, hey, maybe we would have let Jacoby walk, but let's maybe extend ourselves a little bit more just to try to give some reinforcement of guys that we know Mac likes. I'm just curious what they do with him. Like, how much do they placate him? How much do they just – because he can play in this league and we've all got to play better sounds to me just like – he just better get in line. We're going to get Bill O'Brien here, and it's going to be better. But he can't expect us to, you know, bend over backwards to try to, you know, make him happy this year. I, I don't know. It's yeah. interesting what they're going to do with him this year.
3: Yep. All right. Eight five five past five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hut line. Let's uh, hit the phones.
6: Uh, we'll start with
3: Hugh in Canada. What's up, Hugh? Hey guys, can
1: you hear me?
3: Ken. Uh,
1: I'm a first time caller. Uh... I've been listening since probably middle of last year. Uh, just want to say you guys are doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, I have two questions. Uh, with the addition of Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator, uh, do you think this year is kind of a make it or break it year for Mac? Even yes. I think even if yes. he doesn't have the greatest weapons, we should still see uh, some kind of flashes from him. Yes. Like with Justin Fields in uh, Chicago. And my second question is, I was listening to uh, Evan on F-22 yesterday he was saying um a big part of bill o'brien's offense is the slot receiver uh if this offseason we can't get a number one guy on the outside or that number one slot do you think the patriots would consider uh clipping marcus jones from cornerback to wide receiver but in the slot yes uh I'll all,
4: all, all yeses there. yeah i do think if they if they get stuck oh, okay. and this is uh, i'm going to give you know the the fattest of mouths uh credit here this is Nandy an Hardism. He's been pounding this for a couple of weeks. If you lose Myers would would you consider using Marcus Jones more regularly as your slot receiver? and i would i think it's
6: I think it's an option that you definitely need to at least address, need to look at. I, I I wouldn't. I, I mean, I just personally, I feel like he's going to be too valuable as a returner and as a corner. Yeah. Um, I don't I, think he's all that valuable yeah, as a corner. If he can I gotta be a be good slot, with yeah. that's a hell of a lot more valuable. Think, than think. But anything if Jonathan else. Jones and Miles Bryant leave, he could be your number one score slot next year. Then right? you're in trouble.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean I'm, t- I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but he's a five eight corner,
6: and I don't know how, I don't know how you survive. They're already like so that.
7: undersized there.
6: I would just say this: I think that there's some gray area when we talk about a slot receiver. Uh, Are we talking about the third or fourth receiver on the team that comes out on third and long like Danny Amendola did? Because I think what they really need is they don't need that guy as much as they need... Like a Julian Edelman who is not really a slot receiver, he can play kind of outside, inside. He can do a lot. Somebody who can raise the level of quick the lane. yes, right. Somebody and so I'm
4: with Fred. And so yeah. in that
6: regard, like you know, if, if we're talking about Marcus Jones as the fourth or fifth receiver and something great, I, I'd be fine with that. But if we're talking about him as like a every down kind of yeah. like guy, like Edelman, like I that Block
4: your I, I ears, Fred. I don't want an offense that's revolving around Julian Edelman anymore. I don't think you can win that way anymore.
6: Well, I, I.
4: So if you have if you have like a, a, I agree with Mike. If you have a complimentary slot receiver, who's money when I need him? Yeah, that's value. That's what Hunter Renfro was two years ago
6: for the Raiders, and that's what Myers has been. Um, periodically in his career, Jalen Waddle. Like I, I said, Edelman, just as a person that was here, that's not yeah. the skill set that I'm emulating. Jalen Waddle would be because I think yeah. some people would call him a slot receiver. Yeah, I think I agree with but you on that's this. The guy. I think calling Jalen Waddle a slot receiver
4: in the traditional sense i think sells them short yeah, i yeah. think I, that now i'm you know I'm what i mean
6: like that's, that's just the gray area now. i'm trying to get around because we talk about slot receiver and everybody just sees Wes welker and we need a 58 white guy like you know and i and just don't need a guy like,
4: averaging 8.9 no, yards to a totally. catch Totally. Like, and like and i think that there's a
6: value balls. for and and that's fine as a marcus jones guy like if okay 70% of those Dan, are for first Danny downs, Amandola, I'll take it. yeah like um, so you're not going to be very good offensively. I, I think doing it's, that I think it's a big need. I would see that more as like if we're going to draft a first round wide receiver, that's it. That's what he does. He plays every down. He comes inside. He's the quick open guy, you know. But he but you're, he's a first round talent. He's the like a waddle type who can take it to the house, you know, who's a, a threat like that, and not in that family of you know. All right, this yeah. is the guy that comes on. If, third If you're going to give
4: inside. me a waddle or a hill, because I think both of those guys are slottish receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that that'll take. I and mean, I, we talked about Christian Kirk on on Tuesday. Yeah, dynamic playmaking ability from the slot. Yes, I'll take. I love what those guys did, but I think that the a big part of the Patriots' offensive success at that time was Brady and his ability to throw six of those on a drive without missing any of them. Mm-hmm. And and to Fred's point. They're all resulting in first downs. Why? Because as soon as the guy broke, the ball's right
6: on his shoulder. The deep dig to Edelman, like that throw. That throw. I I think Brady had a lot to do with that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to
3: Todd in North Carolina. What's up, Todd?
10: Hey, guys. You've covered a lot of what I was curious about. All right. Thank you. you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'll get two quick comments and then a couple questions, and then I'll take it off there. Is that it? Starting out with, I think I think Bill did a disservice to both Patricia and Judge. I don't like Patricia and Judge, but I think he put them in a no-win situation, unfortunately, and there just wasn't the support there. And then off the support, I don't think Bill did a really good job this year of putting people in a place where they could succeed, and I think that is across the team. Well, that's the defense, yeah, that's okay, that whole article. Everywhere yeah. else... I d- I, I agree with that
4: that last part wholeheartedly.
10: I, I think there's some issues, there, and and I think you should have put Judge and Patricia in places they can see. Now, my last question is, or the final question is: Do you think Patricia and Judge will be toxic on the team after you know their history? Like, mm-hmm. they leave Detroit, they leave New York. Both New York and Detroit make the pl- almost make the playoffs They do. The, the seasons turns around for them, and the history here is just horrible from this last year. Do you keep them? I know yeah, I think, I think
4: – I'm with Paul. I've changed my like
3: mind that. a little bit on that. I think, I think they have to go. I think they have to go. Well, yeah, they, and,
4: and I think that what Mike and I are talking about, we talked about at the top of the show, is I think that's what they're going to do. I think that's what – all signs are pointing to those guys aren't going to be back. If you read this story and you listen to the way that judges talked about, I, I don't see him coming back. And we've already seen a report from Tom Curran about Matt Patricia not coming back. So yeah, I, I was. If you're asking me what I thought, yeah, I I thought a month ago, yeah, they'll be back in another role. Right,
6: right. I thought maybe in, the, in these All Star games would be a chance to to reveal where they're going to end up. Yeah. Oh, Joe Judge is coaching the special teams again. Like, what a coincidence! But oh. nothing. I I'm, I'm with you, Paul. Patty's in Agawam. What's up, Patty?
10: Hey everyone, how's it going today?
6: Good.
3: Hello, Patty. Is
10: that Hugh Millen on the other line, or, or <laughs> a different Hugh?
6: Uh, I
1: I think believe it was it's a human, Hugh. No, I think it was. I, th- human. I think
3: it was Hugh Grant. Oh,
6: going have early yeah. '90s <laughs> flashbacks.
10: So I just had a, a couple questions. I've been kind excited, so just so excited just thinking about a rom com. Josh, <laughs> Josh Allen on Tuesday, um, and just uh, I'm I'm kind of with him. Where like let's let's not annoy anybody until they at least like get there, you know. And and Paul, I don't think he sucks. I think he's a great guy. I, take I would take him over almost anyone not named Pat Mahomes or maybe Joe Burrow. But uh, just a couple quick questions. I wanted to get your guys' opinions on – I'm not saying it's a possibility, but if they were to, like, trade for a guy like Jerry Judy, I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on him. I would love him in this offense because I think he's that kind of versatile guy that he could play inside and outside. And um, do you guys think hiring Bill O'Brien will finally, hopefully, unlock John Smith? And that's all I got. I'll take it off (laughs) there, guys. Yeah, that's a good question, actually. No,
4: I don't. I hope Uh, so, though. I, I think um, Judy's a guy. He's one of those veteran receivers that, you know, quote, unquote, veteran. I know he's still young, but yeah. that we've talked about, you know, maybe you can yeah. swoop in and grab him. I, I, yeah, that would that would increase the talent level in your wide receiver. Which, level.
6: again, would be an Alabama move, a Mac guy, you know, like a move to, like, kind of get somebody for Mac. You know, I think it would signal more than just that. I'd be all for it. Um, but my main energy, though, as I said, I, I feel like the draft is is where they've just 11 picks, I think, is what they're going to have. And got a hit on at least a few of those oh you think yes <laughs> i do
3: uh Passionately. let's go to uh my to- guy tommy's and lynn who's an fop yes what's up tommy F- paul? oh what's up? Hey. hey
1: what's up paul parello how are you How's bud doing?
4: how are you big numbers on our podcast the other night tommy how are the numbers oh, Yeah,
1: big numbers on our podcast the other night I big numbers i expect paul a little
4: bit more in the paycheck then my friend <laughs>
1: Yeah, I want to talk about a little bit about the Patriots offense, uh coordinator. I like Bill O'Brien. I like how he's back here. Uh, I want to see him work. I want to see back do good in his sec in his third year here. And I want him to get a top wide receiver, maybe uh, T Higgins or maybe Jerry Judy. What do you guys think? I like you, it.
3: I think we're all like on. It, we're all on board. We're all on board.
1: Oh yeah, we're all on board. And Jonu Smith needs to play good in the and uh, they need to get a couple pieces on the defense, and then they could uh, be right there in the playoffs because this, as was a big, epic failure. <laughs> and you think they should bring Brady back? Because I said this on the podcast, and I want to say it on here. You think Brady will come back since O'Brien's back?
3: No, no. and no. 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 Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, not no. it, you know, like, and I love Tom Brady, but I don't think it's— Oh, hey, you've once kissed him. Yeah, I don't yes. think it's on the, the, the best thing to do. <laughs>
1: All
9: right, you guys have
6: a great day, and this is my first time following uh, the show, and I want to say thanks again, Paul, for coming on the podcast. You're the band. All, All right, time, thanks, bud. Tommy. That was great. What's that podcast? <laughs>
3: what's that podcast? You want give
4: uh, him a little plug? Yeah. Tommy, uh, The Tommy Knows Best podcast. Tommy Knows Best? Uh, I yeah. think he has his own YouTube channel. I'm sure you you, uh, you youngsters can find it. Okay. He's, uh, he's a sweet guy. Sweet guy. He's a good sweet guy. Kid. Good kid. He is. Good kid. Sweet.
3: Uh, Willie's in Philly, what's up, William? Hey, what's going on, Fred? How you doing? All right.
10: Uh, um, oh, boy, oh god, man. It's a, it's a shame how the players. Um, I kind of had a feeling they they were feeling some way though. You know what I mean? After everything that went on and how they felt and whatnot, and I, I don't blame. Them. I honestly don't. I'm sorry. I'm on the elevator. I'm sorry.
3: Okay. Fourth floor lingerie. And, um, Where are you going?
6: Yeah, <laughs> beep, beep. <Williams> lingerie. <laughs> Hello, Mister Tyler. Yeah, going down.
10: Uh, and um, <laughs> one more thing too. Also, uh, y'all was talking about uh, who would you take, Jacoby Myers or Hunter from? Yep. We
3: we well, took um, Myers. Um, yep.
10: I'll, I'll say this. Oh, you say okay, Jacoby Myers. Well, I'll I'll let y'all have that. I'll take um, I'll take Jerry Judy and pay him. Oh,
4: I would take Jerry Judy 14.
10: too. Yeah, yeah, I would take, I'll take Jerry that in Judy. in a heartbeat any day. Faster shift here, I perfect. Yeah. And Mackle loved Jerry juice, so you know they know each other. So, okay. That's let's, all I gotta say. Yo. Let's, yeah. get let's
3: get him. Let's get him, William. Alright, thank you. Yes, Love sir. it. Yeah. Love it, Willem. Yeah, I didn't think the choice was him. Yeah, I but, was just talking, yeah. like, yeah. His,
4: yeah. I think there's this fascination with Hunter Renfro because he was in college at the time coming off of Welker and then Edelman. Mm-hmm. And everybody just looked at it as the natural succession plan, and he did too. I remember – I don't know if it was the year that you were with – the first year you were with no. me, but he told us a story of that he always felt like he would be a Patriot. He had, like, a custom Patriot shirt. But he said at the Combine that he actually used to sign his autograph, Hunter Renfro, future New England Patriot Hunter Renfro. That's how he would sign his, his, his right. autograph. It's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Right. Like <laughs> like what? I, so I'm not telling you that Hunter Renfro is not a good player. He is a good player. He's a really good player. I just – I think you have a really good receiver here who's played the last few years, who I think... Can they coexist? Well, not for that money. No. You're going to tie yeah. up all that money in a slot receiver? A cap is crap, Paul. I, I didn't talk to... <laughs> d- did she, Did I say anything about you're going to tie up all that cap money? Money. I oh. said money. Well, what what's the difference then? If, it, if you're not It's the way- cash. I know. That's the difference. Yeah.
6: I just think I'd rather... If you're going to pay that money to those two guys, I'd rather take it and get one
4: game. And I really do think that the game has changed a little bit And that I think that's what the defense wants you to do now is throw the underneath stuff mm. peck your way down the field you're gonna make a mistake before you get there and when you don't have Brady chances are the defense is right I think yeah. you know one of the things that Evans talked about a lot this year about the the too high look that kept everything yeah. underneath yeah. I think that was largely adapted by a lot of defenses this year with success now did the offense disappear around the league no but it was down a little bit right and when you get a but when you get a guy like Joe Burrow he can
3: complete all those passes oh, yeah, he, he can, can methodically well, matriculate down the field they also
4: have Jamar Chase T Higgins yeah. and Tyler Boyd is the slot receiver right. and There's Joe a Mixon. little different level of of talent that you're dealing with there right you know for the, i mean the Bengals probably have the best receiving group as a whole in the league
6: yeah i got to be, go with Joe Burrow i got to be honest like i it just—I came out of this weekend, not to make it a Joe Burrow glow up, but I, like, it just—it doesn't even matter. Like, like they have great weapons, but I'm sure that when T. Higgins leaves, they're going to get somebody else, and he's going to make that oh, guy it's like, pretty good. It's you know, like, like no matter who it is, he's yeah. that good. And I just—and the other kind of conclusion I came to was—and I think I touched on it with you know Josh Allen and the Bills, and you know I think they might get a Super Bowl at some point, but I Burrow is going to be there every freaking year because he's not going to get banged up. He's so smart. It's just, you oh, know what I mean? He's just he tear as easy. I was a rookie. Wow, well, I mean, that's a big, <laughs> thing. That's that's a big one, though. But it's not like, like Brady. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, who have all these, like, limb injuries that they're dealing with throughout the season, toes. You know what I mean? They're running. They're, you know, look, th- those guys are going to be successful. They'll have a couple seasons where they get, they're get, they healthy enough, they play well enough, and the three-playoff game starts. I just feel like Burrow, with the way he plays the game like Brady did, he's going to be a problem I think he's consistently closest, for a long time. You
4: know, And I'm not saying he's Brady because I don't think that that's fair. It's not fair to borrow, but he's, I agree with Mike. I think he's the closest replication of Brady that's playing right now. I just think for consistent, he's way more athletic in the
6: AFC. And I mean, all due respect to Christmas and Patrick Mahomes and and they'll of course be there, but I mean, you're seeing it this weekend. It's, you know, I mean, a couple years ago, we had the knee injury where these mobile quarterbacks, it's, you know, you get that one season, Lamar, it all works out. He has an MVP year and, but you know, he still wasn't able to put it together in the playoffs. It's such a narrow road with those guys whether it's injuries and performance, they put so much on themselves. Yeah. Um, Brian
3: writes in. He doesn't say where he's from. Eric wouldn't like that. No, <laughs> Eric. Eric would oh, finger that. Uh, right. out. It's on my bucket list to call in and speak to the crew one day, but this will have to coincide with the day off work. So he's working today, I guess. I'm excited about the return of Bill O'Brien for two reasons. For one, I hope through his guidance, we'll see a return of discipline, penalty-free offensive play. Secondly, Perhaps his time as a college coach will provide the Patriots with inside knowledge about draft prospects and even unrestricted free agents
4: to infuse the team with highly effective players. Uh, I, I like the, the college part of that. I mean, this is a guy who spent two full years in the SEC and probably knows the, um, the personnel in that league. Now, probably more so the defensive personnel because that's what he was going against. Um, all the time, but I think that's a good point. I think he's a guy that should bring some knowledge to the table. Yeah, right. I, I no? no,
6: no, for sure. I, I, I'm just laughing because Evan brought it up, and I feel like Evan's so excited for him to like do all the things that Evan wants him to do, and I'm fully like. He's not going to do everything that Evan wants him to do. You know, that's a, that. I mean, that'll be fun to watch and Evan get upset of like, why won't they run their RPOs? He did it in Alabama, and he's not doing it now. I'm there's, sure there's going to be some of that.
4: I'm just <laughs> looking at my shows. Zo is not wearing shades. He's got regular oh, glasses on. He's got regular oh, wow. glasses on. Yeah, he looks like a different person. He, he totally that. really does. does Doesn't he <laughs> really? He looks like Zo's. He like goes like
7: from <laughs> like degenerate oh, wearing he, like
4: like, yeah. I mean, like Zo's nice brother. He might like, have been joking or, joking around because I think he just took it's like Clark Kent.
3: Andrew keeps. uh Emailing the show about using the word like, we'll we'll try not to do that as much.
4: Oh, okay.
3: I've been li- I've been kind of listening for it. I don't think anyone's done it so far today. No, anyway,
6: I'm sure I do it. All need the these time time from time to time so that you're aware of it. The um, ums, I, I, I'm I'm aware of those and I try not to do. Well, them.
4: the other thing is when you're talking and you're trying to make a point, you don't always know exactly what you're going to say and how you're going to articulate that point. Like sometimes you need a little um, bit of a yeah. Know, but uh, I, I get break, it with the I like.
6: I don't like like. Yeah. I don't
7: think anyone does it like. Too incessantly,
2: No, <laughs> do
6: we? Like, <laughs> you know, it's the you know.
3: I, like, I don't
7: uh, think like so. Hard.
3: But we'll take that criticism. Yeah, no. Yeah. Hey, welcome. Um, Zach in Somerville writes in, uh, I'm not one of the people who, as Evan said on PU yesterday, is ready to fit Zay Flowers for a red jacket already, <laughs> but he is really interesting candidate for a number of reasons. Ability, Boston College, Shrine Bowl, Patriots Need. But... If the reports are true that the front office is split on upgrading receiver talent, I think Zay Flowers is the second. In, in the second is a solid compromise. I would love to see us trade a tackle at four, draft a tackle at fourteen, and jump up to the
6: middle late thirty like we did for Barmer or get Flowers. So I, we'll we'll get it. I've gotten into the draft a little bit, and I just want to get this out there: that are you are you sold on a right tackle in the first round? Because that. I'm not sure I am and I'm not sure that there are that there are going to be left tackles still left by 14. At least not like the Paris Johnsons of the world. There's a couple of them, but I don't know. I just I'm I'm dabbling my toe into the draft and that's that's a question I'm asking myself. Do, do you need a, a right tackle? that bad in the first round is it, we're taking a right tackle in the first round um with the guy from ohio state on the right side was that big boy
4: paris johnson uh
6: well he's the one that played the left side right isn't there another uh a, oh is there another uh, ohio state, another state guy like what about right? just because i know there was the Skoronsky
4: kid from northwestern right. and then paris small. johnson from ohio state and then there was the yeah. one from georgia what about Georgia?
6: Just, sorry that broderick what is it about it Bro- just broderick? taking the yeah.
4: best tackle on the board
6: yeah that's I, I mean it's I, and all I'm, of them. I'm all for that. All of them have some questions. I think Paris Johnson, I mean he, I think he only played left tackle one year there, but you know, a lot of those Scotties guys come in and small. they learn
4: to play like that like they're left tackles and they play the right side initially and they, you know, I, yeah. I'm not telling you specifically, but I think even some of the greats like Walter Jones or started out on um, Jonathan Ogden. Yeah. They, they you know, and I'm not I don't know about those specific guys, but even guys Orlando Pace some of those guys are just left tackles from day one and they never move, but some of them play the right side for a year and which then I, settle in for a 12-year yeah. dominance on the left side.
6: Yeah, which, I mean, it's just those left tackle going to be there. Like, that's a slam dunk for me at 14. That there was a prospect that, that they could step in, at, I mean, that's even asking a lot with what Solder go, like 17th, and he even had a, a year kind of a, to, to get broken into it. but. I don't know. It's just a draft question I have.
3: All right, we're going to take a break. Paul's going to eat. When we come back, more quality, fantastic to food too. Oh, wow. good. I got some. What'd
6: you
7: guys fingers.
5: get?
3: Uh, Paul, uh, calls and emails My coming child. up after the break, and of course picks
5: uh, later on. We got to hurry. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports.
11: For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com.
13: Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code Pats to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code Pats to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
14: Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app.
5: That's right, folks. So here we see Pat, cheering, and then whammo! Is that Bank of America life plan?
14: Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh big guy? And wait,
5: now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zelle? No penalty there, incredible!
14: No way! As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance!
5: Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive
4: academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, summer baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace.
5: At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them visit us at dean.edu verizon the network america relies on and the official 5g network of the new england patriots patriot place is the region's number one shopping dining and entertainment destination shop your favorites including vineyard vines express olympia sports petco and more enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants including six string Grillin' stage scorpion bar and bar louis and don't forget about the entertainment Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please
11: visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near-zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right, from the network more people rely on. Only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speedtest Speed Test
0: Intelligence data Q2 2020.
5: You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get
13: coached
4: up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, summer baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play
5: games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Verizon, the network America relies on, and the official 5G network of the New England Patriots. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grillin' Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment... Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com.
11: How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near-zero lag. And it's not just fast. It's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right, from the network more people rely on. Only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speedtest Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020.
2: And now, great moments in
9: are still
6: history. I just have no confidence that the Patriots are going to be able to expose any of these, you know, weaknesses you see statistically, like red zone. Like we saw it last week; that was that was a terrible red zone defense, too. Didn't it, really matter. No, it did. We got two red zone touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's so true. <laughs> I mean, sit, like, yes, we yeah. need to have an intervention. I with know him, Fred.
0: it's
3: never good enough. Josh Ushay, I'm tired of getting sacks. <laughs> That was just as
9: funny today as it was yesterday.
4: True red zone. Well, you know, trouble. You know, no, they did. They stopped him. I mean, they were able to score twice in the red zone. I mean, you 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 don't go from like zero for seven to like five for five. Like it usually doesn't work that way. There was progress last week. They had two red zone touchdowns. Yeah. Alex, tell yeah. him. Yeah. Kevin he doesn't Harris, listen to me.
6: Kevin Harris broke like six tackles. Got in and, and <laughs>
4: on one play. That was like the first play. He's like, hard to did impress. We, did we throw it into the end
3: zone?
14: Really at hard. All? To Why do you like oh, oh,
3: oh
4: style points? Yeah. This guy, it, it, it's,
3: it's got to be a, a certain way now. You know
4: what? You're no longer
3: allowed he to like do the dirty you know, wins.
4: You're no longer allowed to make fun of me with my boys Felger and Maz because you are a wannabe Felger and Maz. You want to find something no, to pick at. No,
3: no, I, 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 they, they, I had, they had to come from
4: twenty-eight-three
6: uh, down. I mean, and they, didn't, like, they, like, didn't they didn't, they didn't throw the ball the, into the. They, they got red zone scores, but they yeah, didn't throw they it didn't into get the, the league so. right away it's, in the Super Bowl. It's unacceptable. You know. It's unacceptable. I, I demand dominance and excellence right. and perfection. Yes,
2: that's another great moment from. Patriot,
4: Mic on? Now
3: it past <laughs> uh, 855-PASS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web Radio. That,
4: that, that was the same guy who was bored with going 12 and 4 every year. Right. And was excited about the, the newness. <laughs> right. of I'm like a rainbow paw.
3: 855 past 500 Let's see. Robin Coventry writes in. Guten Tag, everyone, or guten Abend, uh, seeing as it's the evening here in the UK. Uh, as the season draws to a close for the Patriots, I'd be interested to your bests and worsts. Back in October, I managed to convince my wife that Boston was a convenient stopping-off point on our trip to Las Vegas (laughs) and bought two tickets for the Bears game. It may have been the 3,000-mile trip or the bad weather, my unimpressed wife, or the zero points in the second half. But for me, that was the worst game of the season. (laughs) I think that
4: was the worst game of the season.
3: I'm hoping to get tickets for the game in Germany, probably just a single ticket, actually. How about the best and worst for you? A few suggestions below. Best away
4: game. Best away game. Uh, Are we go like know. the best performance by the Patriots.
6: Yeah, Cleveland, yeah, the Cleveland game. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. I put maybe Cardinals <laughs> second ish. Yeah. 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 Uh, worst <laughs> home game was worst. That the could Chicago. be. I, I think the Chicago, Chicago game was the worst. Yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, best defensive play. Best. Def- uh maybe the the fumble six from from Duggar. Like where uh, was uh, that against Detroit? What I think. about? I, um, I like the the pick on the screen against the Raiders by
4: Duggar. Hmm
3: okay w- wasn't there a great in minnesota wasn't there a good nice pick uh by was it marcus jones or oh. who had the pick and then he the ran against uh, the vikings i
6: think jonathan
4: no, jones I, had a pick against
6: jonathan
3: the vikings, jones? it was a great catch no marcus
6: jones had that right, good right. return that near the, the end of the season was that know? miami miami oh. yeah that was a good one good run back worst offensive play oh come on hey mm. yeah let's
4: go yeah, it's just like non, lateral right? it, I yeah. was going to say it's just n- non-non-lateral uh, category. Yeah,
3: uh, best rookie, Marcus Jones. Yeah, Marcus Jones.
4: And worst free agent. Free agent Raleigh. from last year. Did we, we're, okay. we're, who do we add? Uh, I can't even think of a guy we added this
6: year. No, because I mean it was like the Terrence Mitchell's of the world, and I mean oh, Ty I Montgomery. Guess I guess those all long, count, so. right? Yeah. Um, Terrence Mitchell would be the worst. Devontae Parker was a trade, and he was okay. Yeah. I don't know. know. I think Terrence Mitchell. Terrence Mitchell got cut. I
4: mean, you you, you signed a guy who has started in the league who didn't make your team.
6: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Malcolm Butler was out of football, so I put Terrence Mitchell ahead of him. Uh, Michael writes in,
3: with Bill O'Brien's offense, will it provide a resurrection for our tight ends?
6: I don't think so. <laughs> I don't I mean I think Hunter Henry's okay, but I I've I've lost faith that Jonathan Smith's gonna do anything more than he's and, done. And
4: I would just you know I Bill O'Brien took control of the offense roughly the same time that they drafted Gronk and Hernandez. So was that because the offense you know and and I love Billy yeah, O'Brien. Drag, know yeah. Is that because Billy O'Brien knew how to get the most out of these tight ends or you had you know, yeah. in in one case, the greatest tight end who's ever played at your disposal. Yeah, uh, I don't really remember the tight ends doing a whole lot at Alabama the last couple of years.
6: No, and I and I f- and I might be wrong, but I feel like a lot of that was was kind of directed more as in reaction to the Jets and the Jets and Rex Ryan's defense and what they were doing, and some of it was even like the speed of how they went. You know, not allowing him to do. All the stuff that he was doing. I, I don't know. I, I just always saw it more in a reaction to where the team was and who they were going against than Bill O'Brien coming in and saying, I need tight ends. Plus, the speed thing seems like that was well, connected to the And that's part,
4: of, that's part of my slot thing, too. Lockout. You know, and I, I saw we just got an Ask PFW. Someone said Paul was snubbing the slot receivers. And I, I don't mean to, to – I'm not diminishing the importance that Welker, Edelman, and Brown had in, in Amendola, too. Like, But what I'm saying is – I don't think that's the number one element to return to prominence. Because when you had Welker, you had Moss. When you had Edelman, you had Gronk. Like, they need the, number w- they need the big dog. The big dog makes everybody else better. And I don't think slot receivers make everybody else better. Like, in the traditional sense. Yeah. Like, I'm not telling you, like, Jalen Waddell is different to me. That's, you know, you're yeah. talking about a top ten pick. You know what I mean? Does yeah. that make any sense? Yeah. Like I, I think Welker is great, he, and he is great, but he also has a lot of room to operate because there's a guy who's greater on the outside, who's occupying a lot of lot of thought. But you from know, the defense. A
3: good slot guy can be that Binky.
4: Yes. that, that yes. Dante's talking about.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Peter in England writes in: um, Does this herald confirmation of a new offense finally explain the picks of Strange and Thornton in last year's draft? in that the offense was being planned then. If so, assuming B.O.B. rolls it back to 2011, do those two choices still fit the reinstall, reinstalled old
4: Patriot way,
6: or will they struggle to adapt? I, I think Cole Strange will fit. I mean, I'm with yeah,
4: everybody else. Yeah, I don't
7: think you can put Cole in that.
4: Yeah, I don't think what? Tyquan Thornton was a pick with that in mind. I, I, I think you can make an argument that Cole Strange was. But, you know, if you want to, if you want to run outside stretch zone plays, you need – athletic lineman and he's an athletic lineman yeah so you could sell me on that now i don't think it was necessarily what is the phrase that you use cause correlation Correlation and correlation and (laughs) i I need to i need to write that down (laughs) alex (laughs) learns me stuff all the time uh tony
3: (laughs) writes in um i'm not sure if i agree with this email uh hearing the good hearing this uh article is good for matt much respect to him for speaking out takes backbone, especially it's in the Patriots to organization, to do what he did. It's a tough long Especially as a young player. If he had kept it in-house, nothing would have changed. Oh, really? It's a tough one. See, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I don't agree like, with that. Like, we're saying it only changed because Mac spoke right. out? Right.
6: It was not going to I
3: think people knew
4: what was going on. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, be prepared that if the, off- the offense is going to be better next year. It can't be like that. Because it's not going to have this level of dysfunction. So it's yeah. going to get better. When the offense is just marginally better next year, be prepared for They got to get them weapons. What do you expect? Right. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Because this guy can do no wrong.
6: That's why I hope we cut that off at the pass and get some weapons this year. Well, and really go all in on figuring it out this but, year with him. You
3: know, like for some people, you're right, Paul, but there's plenty of Mac critics.
4: He, on this show and your show, Paul. They're, but they're mu- you don't think there's much <laughs> smaller group?
3: like that. You like that. You don't
4: think there's a much smaller group of people that that think that
6: he's, I he's think, part of the problem? I think
4: it's 50-50. I don't. I do. They did a poll on your show.
3: It was 50-50. In
6: fact, it was more on <laughs> Mac. I only talk to you guys, and I feel like I, I mean, I'm like, who, who are these like on, a, on a, uh, unapologetic Mac apologists? Like, who are these people? I don't know. I haven't really he talked to them He has his own little... <laughs> Don't, you don't, know, make don't make me embarrass the people. <laughs> he has this, like, <laughs> made out I of straw.
3: <laughs> all these guys are made out of straw. Like, can
6: you, can
4: yeah. you think of, other than Mike Felger and Tony Maserati, give me a media guy who is strongly anti-Mac. Anti-Mac. Strongly anti-Mac. 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 Not having no, questions about whether or not he's the guy. I know, but I don't think a I'll, lot of us are. Out on Mac Jones. But I wouldn't call a lot of us. Oh, no I no think, chance. I think he, uh, J- Jim Murray. <laughs> I just said it. Aside from the Felger and Maz show, oh, give me guys. show. The whole show. Um, They're well, anti everything. I don't know how many. Adam, people Joe, Tony, though. Tony Mazz has spent the last two weeks begging and pleading the Bruins to lose a game. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. anti everything. I know. I, They're I, my guys. I love you. I love you. I mean <laughs>
6: it. But I, I just think a lot. Most <laughs> most people I that I talk to and respect are like us. Are, are we're not like completely anti Mac, but we're just kind of on the fence, leaning towards. I don't really think he's going to be able to do it. I'm not saying, hey, let's get rid of him right now. I'm willing to give him the next year but I don't have a lot of confidence that he's going to hit the level of Joe Burrow etc. Like, et I think or, this story, you know, be one of those final four quarters. I think
4: this story exposes a lot of the things that I have questions about Mac Jones. I didn't hear any of it when I was driving in this morning. I didn't hear anybody talking about So Mac Jones rubbed everybody the wrong way before they even started this. the, with the I didn't hear Josh anybody said. talking about that element of this story this morning. I when that. I read that, I was like, why didn't they talk about that this morning?
3: Yeah. I, I've heard a lot of people criticizing Mac all season about his behavior and all that. I've yeah, heard, I, heard I, a lot I, of it. National
4: people, too. You know what I've heard? Former players. Yeah. Former players like from most, this yeah. team. Oh, criticizing that's, it. that's different. That's I, different. I, I'm, I'm saying man, in, addition, in addition. In but, addition. But that's not like, don't make me do this. <laughs> Don't make me do this. <laughs> he's, he's gonna when Bill back. Belichick picks up the phone and, and calls Vince Wilfork and says, "Hey, can you do me a solid?" Oh, they, 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 like that's what, on, that's what that was. I'm talking about the media. How was Dan Orlovsky on Mac Jones this year? National media. Well,
3: he's. How was Kurt Warner on,
4: on Mac Jones this year? He National killed him.
3: Media. Oh, really? He did a whole thing. It was like an hour. Long killing long Mac it. or killing the
4: offense? Well, he both, killed the offense, but both. No. Yeah. No.
6: Or yeah. lost. He's been. been. Oh, you know what?
4: Erlovsky may be married Erlowski. to I'm Mac t- I'm Jones. I'm talking about Kurt Warner killed yeah. him. I just, said, yeah, Kurt Warner. I just said Kurt Warner, and he didn't kill Mac. <laughs> he killed the offense. Yeah, I, there's been He a had l- a whole notepad, scratch, the, the, question yeah, mark about I, this I, concept I, and this read. I, I hear
3: both sides. Yeah. There's been a <laughs> lot of criticism of Mac this season. A lot. Okay. Not among the media.
6: Okay. I'm going to repeat it. There's been a lot of
3: Tony
4: criticism. Maserati and Jim Murray are completely out on Mac Jones.
6: I don't know who. That's I, it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I agree with you on that point. I don't know anybody who's completely out oh, and compl- hates Mac. I didn't which, say I think, completely. which I, I think, which I which completely. I think is ridiculous at this point, based on what we've seen. Like, I, and I'm not somebody who's going to say, "Oh, I know he's the guy." But I don't know how, based on last year, you can you can be out on him w- with what he did. I mean, I'm definitely have my doubts for sure. But to like, no question about <laughs> it, I'm out. I think it's too too early. Yeah, I go back to the year before. I think everything that happened last year. Happened
4: in the last half of the year before, and no one talks about it.
3: Yeah, I think I he, have numbers I, to back it I think up he too, did like, not do as well down the stretch. The whole team fell apart, but I think he
4: he included. Yeah, I, 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 but he, I even counted games that they won. Like I'm not just talking about games that they lost at the, the yeah. very end. I'm talking about, um, the you know down the stretch of the season. I, I think people say, okay, this is what he does. This is, the, and I think that's it. I think his ceiling is right there for you to see. Uh, everything is perfect. He's
3: fine. Uh, cheers. This is from Dan in Virginia, in Michigan. One of the four remaining of the four teams remaining. Who does Fred want to win the Super Bowl? I'm not. That's up a to great d- question. Hmm. I'm not up to date on Fred's fur and again list. Who do we hate? But it seems to me that every remaining team has a black market Fred's book. The Chiefs have Mrs. Maharpy. <laughs> uh, the Bengals had that issue with Ooh. the Patriots documentary cameraman. The Eagles beat the Patriots Super Bowl 52. If the Niners win, it will give them six Lombardis, putting <clears> them in the same rarefied air as the Patriots and also the Steelers, I guess. So who is Fred rooting for, or will he be taking a nice long five-hour walk on Super Bowl Sunday?
4: So, Ooh. yes, I think this is a great question. Who, do I, who am I supposed to be rooting, yeah. f- rooting for? I'm t- I'll tell you. Who do you think I want to go all the way? <sighs> who would you be rooting for? Um, mm. I think you're going to be rooting it, for I'd Philadelphia, and
3: it's convoluted. Paul got it. Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Me. I'm, really? I'm rooting for Philadelphia. Uh, I think
4: uh, I, I think the uh, their transgression yeah. is the least yeah. about them. Yeah, in Fred's that's, mind, that's, that's, all the, all yeah. they, I mean, all they did was they beat us in the game. Right, right,
6: right. right. And they're definitely an annoying fan base that I don't know. That, that, that's they, a little that, bit like, but ooh, they're passionate. They are passionate. I,
3: I, I, you know, it's like the Steelers. Like I used to listen to a lot of the national sports shows. And the Steelers fans always show up. Even after the losses, they'll get on the radio and they'll make their call and they'll, you know, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> they, you ever hear any of the but Paul they, Feinbaum clips? They, they don't play play run play away. Awesome. They don't, the Steelers fans don't run away when they're not doing well. And I, I respect that, as annoying as
4: they are. Yeah. You know. Uh, do they – I'm just curious because I don't – this is the stuff that I, I do uh, take a backseat to. You. I don't listen to the national stuff. You do. Um, when they don't run away from it and they call, do they – Make excuses for their team? No, or do they, they get rip mad. Their te- okay. They get mad. So they're like Bruins fans. Yeah,
3: they're not blaming the refs or any of that stuff. Yeah, so they would be more
4: Bruins fans-like yeah. than Celtics fans Yeah, they're like. mad at Bruins whoever. fans would blame Harry Sinden, even though he hasn't been involved in <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> right. You know, the cheap Bruins, Jacobs. Yeah. Celtics fans would be like, you know, the referee screwed us, you know, whatever. You know, Tatum actually did score, and they said it didn't go in. You know, that, that's yeah. a Celtics fan look at it. Right, Alex? You know
6: it. <laughs> Celtics are perfect. You know it. You green teamer. I, just, I am. I think Especially I, this year. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, There's reasons against all of them. I, I mean, and the, the whole thing with the Bengals sucks because that's really the only reason why I'm kind of annoyed with them. But I just – I think the Chiefs annoy me more than anybody. And, and like, even, like – did you see last week, like, their whole little, like, ownership thing, which looked like, you know, it's just all oh, these, in the like, box, button-up, like, you know, guys with and glasses singing and the Sweet crew, swinging together. That's, that was embarrassing. And like, I, it's, I don't know. It's if, just, it looks I, like a TV show going on up there. If I was an owner, I, I, was an owner
3: I know that, like, I probably couldn't do this, but if I was an owner, I would sit alone, watch maybe, like, one or two other people, but don't get near me, you know? I don't want to, like, be well, no in this, like, that. group thing you know, during
6: the game. I just want to watch it. Yeah. I'm full you know. Well that's why I thought it was funny when we brought that guy Jerry into town and he got us to sit next to Mr. Craft and I'm like, what's that experience? Like you gotta sit next to the owners going through like, you know, kind of a tumultuous game right. and there's like ups and downs and you know, you're kind of looking over your shoulder the whole time, like knowing right. what you yeah. should be doing. Yeah, I would not want to be around people <laughs> no. if I owned the team. No, but that, that Chiefs thing it's so weird. It's like their whole like the I whole liked, family I like I like I, I, I really
4: respect the Chiefs. I like I like what Andy Reid does. I like how he I think he's a lot like Bill. And I, I respect the way he puts the program together. I would have no problem with the three, three of the teams, which means San Francisco will win the, the, the championship. So you don't want San Fran? I don't want them because I just hate the whole like narrative of Kyle Shanahan. Like, <laughs> it just bugs me. What about John Lynch? I don't have any against uh, John Lynch.
3: I don't like the way he comes down to the field at the end of the
4: game. That was quick <laughs> last week, though. <laughs> I will say that. Yeah, he got down there fast. Like he they doesn't showed have him for the elevator like we do. Yeah. They showed him upstairs, and then all of a sudden, like, the next <laughs> clip was him on the sideline. Well, I wonder if that was Maybe an was NFL films it, thing. It where could have been.
10: Yeah, yeah. Could
4: have been. You're right. Uh, but, yeah, th- I
3: have reasons to hate all of them, but I least well, hate the, the Eagles. Mean, you
4: have reasons to hate all, all of the other 31 teams. But, I, like, I your team's out, so who – yeah. You know, who are you rooting for? I'm I'm rooting them all. And I know why and I'm not arguing with you, but I'm rooting for Burrow. I'm rooting for Cincinnati. I like Burrow,
3: (laughs) but it's it's too bad he's on that team. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dave and Bangor. I think Bill prides himself on finding hidden talent in unlikely places and desperately wants to prove that the dynasty was not all Tom. Uh, such as strange draft picks, no pun intended, in naming Matty P and Joe Judge to coach the offense. This one blew up in his face and cost him the season. With that said, in the article that just came out, do you think Bill has lost the locker room? Do you think he'll want to move on from Mac to start over with a clean slate?
4: I don't think he's lost the locker uh, room. Even the most damning quote in this piece is, uh, I love Bill, but. (laughs) uh, you know, In the words of one of the sources, I love Coach Belichick, but he f us. Like, I think he made a mistake. I think the players realize he made a mistake, but I don't think that they've decided he can no
6: longer be in charge of us. Yeah. Well, based on the move and bringing in Bill O'Brien and, and, and showing that Saving clearly, re- yeah, ready to make the change and ready to hit the reset button. And I mean, if, if I mean, I'm not hoping that Matt Patricia is not back, I don't really have a horse in that. But if he was not back, I would see that even more as like an attempt to say, last year was last year. We got new coaches. We have a new system now. We're, we're going to put that behind us and move on.
3: Uh, speaking in Fresno about me defending uh, Patricia Uh, he says Fred if Paul agreed to be your videographer or latex salesman or whatever thing he's unqualified for it would be (laughs) largely on him for taking the job I I, I sort of agree with that that's especially true for Patricia who unlike Paul probably doesn't need the money so bad the name calling crap is unnecessarily cruel but there's no need for a thank you okay that's your opinion No,
4: but I agree with that premise that If you ask me to do something that I know I can't do, I would say, Fred, I can't do that. I don't have that. I don't know how to do that. Well, maybe he
3: thought he could.
4: So, therefore, it's on him. Um, But Bill should know better. I still say that. Also, regarding... Yes. It's Bill's... It's just like Bill said. Ultimately, it's
3: my fault. It's on me. Also, regarding Evan's take on Tuesday. Sure, Josh Allen's disappointing postseason should be considered a blight on his resume, and the same is true for Lamar's track record, but it seems kind of petty to piece together apologies for Mac in one breath while slushing Josh Allen's fans in the next. I just want it on the record
7: that Evan spent, like, after that Bills game, was telling everyone about how nice Josh Allen was to him in the hallway. (laughs) And it just became a running joke. So I was very shocked when he came in on Tuesday and had all those takes.
4: Plus, he's been really good in the playoffs. He played really bad last Sunday. (laughs) Like, can't that be
11: okay? I don't. Like, well, d- d- you know, know, do we have
4: to ignore Tom Brady's three interception playoff games
6: because he's Tom Brady? I, I, I mean, I've gotten to watch Josh Allen in person here a few times now. I, I, I think he's awesome. Like, I, have so much, I think he's got his warts like most I just quarterbacks think that, that like, do, but he's awesome. He's been a guy that everybody
4: no, – when I say everybody, Fred, please – <laughs> yeah, I'm just talking about the <laughs> – a, <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people around really here speaking. from the start were convinced that this guy was a bozo. Who could never learn how to get it done, and then he learned how to get it done. So now a lot of those same people are just waiting every time he does not come yeah. through in a big. So I heard a guy today say something about on the radio, and I forget who it was. Um, they were talking about it's. He, he was kind of he he kind of they were comparing him to Aaron Rodgers, I think. Which I thought this was really funny, and they said like Aaron Rodgers, um. When he needs to make the plays, he still was able to make the plays. Kind of like the opposite of Josh Allen. And like, now Josh Allen's not good in the clutch. <laughs> like, because he lost at home to Cincinnati. And a game that a lot of people thought the Bengals could win going in, right? I mean, everybody, everybody I think, thought that was going to
6: yeah. be – I did until you talked to me about talking out did, of it, I, I, I took the Thanks blame. So I took the blame. What do you want me oh to God. do? We got picks today, too, don't we? I forgot. Uh,
3: we will. We got time. <laughs> we got two uh, games. No, uh, no, uh, yeah, there's just two
6: games today. I just today. forgot. I forgot.
3: Uh, Jack down the road in Stoughton writes in, I wanted to address Paul and Fred's curiosity about getting food on game day from last Thursday. Last weekend, my wife and I grilled out before the Chiefs game, then set up a crock pot with buffalo chicken dip. The timing worked out perfectly, and we were able to have two meals at the start of both games but if you're going to pick up food in between games you can go wrong leaving during the fourth quarter if the game is virtually over and be able to get back uh and eat right before the second game okay
4: yeah i'm out this right. week anyway i gotta miss them
3: oh really yeah
14: wow are you gonna be okay
4: football banquet i'm gonna be on vacation during
3: the super bowl oh I'm not where even are you going aruba oh Ooh. wow Point- yeah. When'd
6: nice. when you make those it arrangements? room is lovely. <laughs> 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 uh, last, I was kind of sweating. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Were you? <laughs> yeah. You
4: weren't really <laughs> no, sweating. You if you actually made those arrangements before this <laughs> season, you never t- you never spent one second sweating <laughs> no, that out. I, first of all, I didn't. I made them like in
3: December. Last no, year? No. no, this year. No, yeah. 2022. Oh, so what were you sweating? A feel, he had a feel. Well, I, for a minute there, I said, you know what? We could beat the Bills. And if we beat the Bills,
6: and who knows what can happen? <laughs> you might beat the Bengals.
4: You're just you're just prone to cheese. worry then, because there was never any sniff. No, not of beating the Bills that day, but there was never any sniff of them being in the Super Bowl. Well, that's me,
3: because yeah. I'm I'm
4: always eternally optim- optimistic. So you made the arrangements in December, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Keep that in mind. <laughs> that's file that that's one when away. I started. <laughs> yeah. What well, you did the same thing, Fred?
3: Uh, refundable. Yeah, but if. If it had come to pass that they did, I would have had to cancel the vacation. Yeah. Paul would have gone. No, I would not
6: have said, <laughs> "Paul on your vacation." <laughs> this guy, this guy. Uh, yeah, my wife was like, oh, "I'm going." Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
3: <laughs> Some
4: of us have never taken vacation. <laughs> your wife during brings the a girlfriend. she probably be pumped.
6: <laughs> you see Aruba coming. I, that's, now
4: that's what I was Oof. sweating when I Oof. got when I got married. Because when married? We, when we got engaged and we set the date. The Patriots were f- like four and five, or five and five, you're or like, some, yeah. you know, in two thousand one. It oh, was
6: you're never going to the All
4: school. of a sudden, they never lost again, and I'm like, "What if this happens next year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead." That's so funny, but it didn't. They didn't make. The uh,
3: L from Wisconsin. I just wanted to point out an error. In Mike's draft analysis, don't look at top-flight tackles to take at 14. Look at mid-round tackles to take at (laughs) 14 instead.
6: Thanks, Evan Snark. As for
3: that was Paul (laughs) Paul Snark. As for Mac, I don't think this past year could be completely thrown out because of the offensive dysfunction. I feel like I saw a lot of physical limitations that had nothing to do with the offense. Otherwise, that being said, I'm out on Mac. Another person out on exactly. Mac. Sure. Uh So I'm honestly not sure what I, he can.
4: another person or
3: one. No. It's <laughs> unbelievable how we he only hear certain things. I don't know. Fred, we did the poll he on the hearing. show.: you Remember my little poll.: I, I do. I hear both sides. You don't hear a lot of <laughs> <laughs> "I'm out on Mac. You don't hear a lot. Uh, I'm honestly not sure what he can do to change my mind. One last thing after the article. I'd be really disappointed in Bill if Judge or Patricia are still affiliated with the team. Everywhere they go seems to turn to disaster nowadays.
6: You know, it's another thing I think about, too, is I think that this generation of players is probably a lot more affected by all the negative press that Matt Patricia and Joe Judge received from their previous stops. Like, all those things that came out, like, I just think we're so much more involved in the media. Based on this,
4: they started it. The (laughs) the players are very online. Yeah, That's my thing with Mac, is this goes back to June. When I started hearing this stuff, and by the way, we heard this stuff, not just on this show. Like, there were things that you do and you hear things, and that sort of formulates your opinions. And they started it, <laughs> not to sound like a 12-year-old in the schoolyard, but the, the, the real questioning of what they were doing kind of emma- it, it, it emanated with the players. It did. It did. And then it just got to the point of ridiculousness every day. That's all anybody talked about.
3: Uh, Nate in Northeast Pennsylvania. Uh, This is the total off-season email, so sorry in advance since we're on the subject of PU-isms, such as like, pointed out by Andrew in that email. I just wanted to point out my new favorite Mike phrase. Whether he's responding to a listener email or call, or it's his turn to make a tricky choice in the weekly picks, Mike sometimes starts his response off with a deep breath followed by a yes (laughs) and it's my new favorite thing
6: sometimes there's an f-bomb in there too with uh i
3: think he (laughs) uses it when he's really indecisive about what to say (laughs) next or something but either way it's gold it's a it's a deep deep breath of contemplation yeah Yeah, thinking uh by the way this is the first time i've had the opportunity to tune in on youtube uh when you first teased the idea i thought it was stupid Uh, but here I am watching and enjoying even more. So thank you for continuing to try new things and pump out content. I have Good to give morning, r- Boomer. I have to give credit, <laughs> t- I have to, give credit <laughs> to others because I you know, yeah. didn't know if the uh, juice was worth the squeeze to go on YouTube. Yeah.
6: But people like it. I'm going to put on a nice shirt and comb my hair. Yeah. That's it. Not me. Here's <laughs> what it is. I just show up. Just see is what you get with Paul. I'm an yeah. unmade bed. Yeah. We're all on the T-shirt and sweatshirt game.
3: Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't want to, like, come off one way on YouTube and then they see me in the mall and I look like a different person. You know, <laughs> I, I want to be consistent.
6: <laughs> your fans, you got to keep your fans, you know. Don't <laughs> get expectations too high. For uh, right.
3: Uh, Todd in Rochester. Uh, yes, I noticed how quickly Lynch got down to the field. First showing him in the suite saying, Review that last play. Next shot after the commercial break. He's on the sideline clapping after the review is being announced in the 49ers' favor.
9: Yeah.
4: That's what I was saying. Yeah, I don't I don't like that.
3: Maybe he has
7: an elevator right from his box oh, right Oh, I'm sure
4: down. he's well, got a yeah. direct route. But why why don't you like that? I, I
3: don't I don't I don't care for the owner or he's GM. Not, but he's not the owner. I, I I said the owner or the GM yeah. coming down to the field at the end of the game.
4: Yeah. So when Casario used to do that you didn't like it? No, I don't like it. I don't know that he ever did that. I just made yeah, that up. I don't like
6: it. I'm telling you, <laughs> I just made it up. The Idaho murderer, I, it's it's Casario. <laughs> every time oh I my see God. Him, I think Casario, <laughs> uh, Tim, our <laughs> thank you for getting I that, didn't <laughs> that. I can never unsee that. I got it. <laughs> I <know>. uh, <laughs> you got it
3: last time. I oh my God, I was, yeah. you're so right. Tim writes in, uh, pointing out that Jermaine Wiggins is anti-Mac. Huh. Uh, Wiggy. That is, that, is, that is true.
4: We lost Wiggy. Oh. That is true. He's he's. Uh, I think he's he's out on Mac. He gets yelled at every show for saying that he has questions about Mac, but he, that's correct. That is.
6: I think, so we're up I to mean,
4: four media members now. I mean,
6: I think – I mean, I speak for myself and probably Paul. I mean, I think we're both probably pretty close to out on Mac, but I just am realistic and pragmatic about what are you really going to do this year. And, and he, yeah. he, he gets – he has a third I year. I just but think
4: that there was – I think that he is – his play itself has been overlooked because of the the level of dysfunction. And I think if you – Look at the Phil Perrys, the Tom Curran's, the Mark Daniels, the Mike Reese's, and the and Andrew Callahan's, like, the Evans. Like, they're breaking this down, and they're telling you, you know, Greg Bedard. And they're giving you all the reasons why it's not the quarterback's fault. And I just think it's a simplistic way of looking at it. And that article backed it up. In the, in the, but no one's even talking about that part of it. I know. Everybody's only talking about, like, Joe Judge. Wow, what a raving lunatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, How would you feel if you were openly mocked by the guy before you even started? Uh, I'll teach him. Thanks. Traven
3: E. in Huntsville writes in, uh, I emailed a few years ago with this game. With all four quarterbacks left, which would you like to have for? One play, one drive, one game, one season. You have to use all four. So the four categories are one play, one drive, one game, one season. The quarterbacks are Mahomes,
4: Burrow, Jalen Hurts, and I guess Brock Purdy. Yeah, if I have to have, I mean, <laughs> love me some Purdy. So the one play has to be Purdy because that way I can get him the hell off the f- before he costs me anything.
9: There you
3: go. Yeah, but what if that one play is the last play?
4: Well, then I'm screwed.
9: Yeah.
6: What were the other ones? Uh, one drive. One drive. One drive. I would say. I don't know. Mahomes always seems to be like get those like. There's only four seconds left and they're down by Just six and chuck it down the boy- field. I-
4: yeah. I, mean, he's, he's, I think Mahomes yeah. for the
3: drive. And one game hurts and then a season burrow. Life it's hard with Hurts. I
6: don't I mean I don't feel like I have a reason to say this is why I would I mean he's a very good player. I, yeah. I,
4: just, I think for, I am with fine. you, Fred. Yeah. I like Hurts. I think I think, yeah, I think yeah. he's really good. I never thought he would be this um effective as a passer.
6: Yep. We got an up close look a couple summers ago.
4: Yeah. He's really improved as a passer and I know he's got a good scheme. I know everybody just mocks the quarterbacks cuz they don't matter.
6: It's funny he's got he's got such a presence about him too. Like there's just something about him that he has. I hate swag, but he's kind of got that like leadership alpha quarterback kind of vibe to him. I
4: just, you know, I was so impressed with the way he handled the benching in the championship game. Fred and I raved about it after that. Um I just felt like that's a guy who's going gonna to succeed no matter what he does in life.
7: I think he learned a lot from that experience, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, like, the th- shots of seeing him run on the field from that national championship, like, smiling and him being like, what? I'm a national champion for the rest of my life. Like, right. why would I not be pumped about that?
4: Right. I, I, th- I just thought it was really impressive. Uh,
3: Sweet Kid writes in. Sweet Melvin. Kid. Uh, I was going to call, but forget that. I'm literally praying for a Fred versus Paul fight on video you okay, um, will get it eventually. Yeah,
4: you know, what's, what's happened is everything was so dramatically one-sided that we can't really fabricate an argument over it. Like, Fred's like, you know, like, blame me. I mean, I I, I thought it was something that could it, – it, it's nothing he could say. No, 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 it wasn't as bad as you thought. Like, then we could argue, right? If Fred could sit there and say, no, the offense wasn't as bad as you thought. Give us no. till like, uh, April – when Fred starts talking about now this offense will be a top three offense in football because Bill <laughs> O'Brien said, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get you something. Right,
6: Freddie. I just, right, I, I just uh, think we, we've been together through this whole season and we've watched, you know, going back to practices and like, I just, we all watched the same things and we all talked about the same things. And you know, there wasn't ever one of us that was like, I don't know, guys, like we, that, that was, was so crazy to me. And I've said this before about training camp. You know, you come out being like, does this really matter? Does this really tell us anything? We just watched an hour and a half of them just kind of doing walkthrough. Does that matter? And this season, it seems like it, it. Yes, it absolutely mattered, and it absolutely was a sign of what was to come, and all the drama that was kind of like about to bubble under the surface. Like all those things were accurate, and it's just it's hard to have like another take when I was side by side with you guys watching those practices. It's like we all saw the same thing. It's, right. It's exactly That's what I'm saying. What it's, it's hard, hard to
4: have an argument yeah. when it's so obvious.
6: Unless right? you want to get with. into like a statistical c- cut hair hairs. And like, like
3: in in the 28 years I've been here. I don't remember, like, anything that was just so apparent yeah. to even the layman and that ended up being true.
9: Right.
4: Yeah. In, in like, we, we could yeah. probably have a good argument. Maybe we'll do this in a couple of weeks. We could probably have a good argument about the defense. Yeah. 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 You know, how good was the defense? Right. Yeah. We yeah. could probably do that. We'll table that one, Melvin. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, Neil in New Brunswick, if this article is true, and I'm sure some, probably most of it is, what I would like to know is, did Mr. Kraft know this stuff before meeting with Bill? A lot of coaches would be fired for a situation like this, and Bill has survived, and in that ridiculous press conference, acted like there was no possibility he wouldn't be the coach next year. That still bothers me. I think this is just as much a prove-it year for Bill as it is for Mac. And if it's a failed season, both will be gone this time next year. And although we might not have liked the way he acted, we might owe Mac an apology because he seems he was right. Seems he was right.
4: Yeah, I don't think there's any chance that you're gonna get that. That, pe- that
6: that everybody's gone. I I just don't see it. <laughs> that would
3: be something, huh? Mm.
4: You
6: burn it to the studs. Yeah, I, and I feel like somewhat this season feels more. And I think this is a good thing. Hopefully, that this is the direction that it's that it's Bill stepping back a little bit and letting you know Bill O'Brien run this offense, and you know letting Gerard Mayo take more of a role. Not to say that I'm saying I want him to like start to get out of out of being the coach, but I think that he'll get more help, and it, it should look better. I hope that there'll be you know less of the mistakes, the stupid stuff, that just that he can't have happen. Right. Um, let's see. Ernie in East Hardwick, Vermont. Um, he said, my
3: expectations last year were six wins. What I didn't calculate was how bad most of the teams in the league really are. On to Mac. I think the Patriots need to move on. Uh, with him, the bad outweighs the good. Another person against him. He doesn't have the arm strength or the size. Keep it to, like, the media. (laughs) It's it's everybody. I listen to everyone. Uh, I don't think his character is what we want in a franchise quarterback. A friend once told me people are like a tube of toothpaste. When squeezed, what is inside will come out. I didn't – that's a good one. I didn't like what I saw come out of Mac. One of the things that really bugged me about Mac was him keep telling us that he loved football – and was a real competitor, yet in three or four key situations, he ran and slid a yard or two shy of the first down. Personally, I have seen enough, but I will continue to watch, whatever. How does the group feel about quarterback Hooker out of Tennessee? He's rehabbing from an ACL. Okay, I don't know.
4: Don't love him. Like him, don't love him.
3: I heard, like, talent-wise, he could be the best of the bunch, right?
9: I
4: don't think so. No? But... But he's the only one. I mean, reasons. I think. I, I mean, if you're just going to go like the highest upside with the tremendous, like the the all-around package of skills, um, Richardson from Florida is like ridiculous. I, I think he's an ultimate boomer bust guy. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. What was his deal though? There was what's he's what's the knock on him?
4: Well, he, t- he didn't play consistently well. Yeah. Like if you saw like. If you saw some Florida games, you'd be like, "Wow, this guy's going to be a monster in the NFL." And then you saw others, and like they couldn't move the ball at all. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like from one week to the next, you never knew what you were going to get. Brad and And he's but he's big, can run like a ridiculous arm, but just no consistency, no refinement.
3: Brad, uh, three wishes for next season. One, can I please see the play coming into the quarterback before the play clock hits fifteen seconds left? Um. Uh, two tackles that actually know what the snap count is, and three, the team knows what the focus of the offense is going to be starting day one of the training camp. We are we a throw to run, run to throw, or RPO? And then tell me the team, tell the team to shut up, learn your plays, and go do it. I felt like that was never made clear to the team. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Uh, um, let's see, David and Maine, lots of emails coming in. Guess Just so you know, you're call. still going
4: to be a game plan offense because that's what Bill believes in, so you're not going to get the answers to those questions. Yeah. If we throw to run, maybe this week. Right. Maybe next week you're going to be, you know, the other way around. David and Maine, being out of the playoffs suck. Sucks. Also,
3: Paul reminded me of something on Tuesday that I was trying to understand salary cap and actual spend. Maybe Miguel can help too. I uh, guess
4: I would definitely go to him. Yeah on something specific to the cap.
3: I guess I've been ignorant to the fact that some teams spend more cash than others and don't just try to meet the salary cap. Is this similar to baseball in small markets? Do the Crafts not spend cash as much as other teams? According to Bill, they don't.
4: Yeah, I mean, Bill's the one that talked about that. They were 27th in cash spending right. the last three years.
3: Yeah.
6: Which is the significant number. I mean, that shows you how much teams are you know, willing to go out and really put your money where your mouth is to get those guys, rather than Oh, yeah, and you're – I mean, but you're going to be playing Devin McCourty like, 2026. He's going to be on the cap of, like, dead money. You're starting to think he's coming <laughs> back? No. No. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't really – Him talking so much
4: about, like, I haven't really the inner listening. workings of what's going on is <laughs> – because I think you can yeah. make an argument both ways. Like, to your point – he wouldn't be talking about what he thinks yeah. of Bill O'Brien's arrival if he was coming back. Yeah. Do you
7: think and like di- making his own Twitter account finally? Yeah, that's like
3: really. That and following like me. That's, that. Really? Yeah. Do you think at this point, <laughs> Bill cares about? <laughs> he who, didn't follow me. Who, who those quotes come from?
4: Um, <sighs> I would hope he's not wasting any time yeah. worrying about that and just let really spending all there. of his time trying yeah. to fix
6: it. Yeah, let it get out there. It was what it was, and let's like move on. But I mean, I yeah, I agree with Paul, you to know, try to like. Now, ferret out who's talking to the media and you know, all those. I don't, I don't think that's going to be very fruitful. Uh, Rich in Santa
3: Cruz, apropos of nothing in today's show, but I was thinking of while taking a shower after surfing hmm. that Fred's soap saver idea, if sponsored by the NFL, could be called the slot receiver. I think Julian <laughs> Edelman and Wes Welker could do the marketing together. I love it. I love it. That's going to be our first on-video fight between Wait, you guys. Is when I we get back
7: into that conversation. Oh no!
3: I,
4: the, slot, the soap with the slot has I been going on for a long time. You were probably oh, not even born yet yeah. when we started that.
7: Well, that was my first show, yeah, <laughs> and it's like when I was asked, and I was like, "What the hell right. did I just walk <laughs> <laughs> into?
9: <fucking
4: do?"> Merchandising, <laughs> the very no first
6: idea. Patriots unfiltered like product, it. right? The yeah. slot receiver. Slot soap. receiver.
3: Um, although taking a shower, that could have a lot of different kind of. I don't know. That's why we like it. Um, Let's see. Eric writes in from El Paso. (laughs) What are the benefits of having our coach uh, staff coach the Senior Bowl? Actually, it's the Shrine Bowl. Plus, do you all think we go towards a defense-in-mind draft or an offense draft?
6: Uh, Well, I think – I mean, they got Demarcus Covington at the Senior Bowl, and they have the uh, great majority of the staff at the Shrine Bowl. So, I I mean, I think it's an opportunity to coach prospects. And we were talking about content and covering it and – you know, my question was, what's it like in a situation like this where you, you probably have scouts at the Shrine Bowl, they have prospects that they like, and now your coaches have interacted with them on the field, they've coached them, you know, so you might get an even more, you know, uh, thorough evaluation of some of these players because not only have your scouts scouted them, but you've had coaches that have had direct interactions with them. Um, as far as the co- offense, defense, uh, offense. I mean, it's you know, I think they have to they have to add some some significant talent on that side of the ball this offseason. Uh, another person who wants to move on from Mac, Chad in Atlanta. How long are we going
3: to have to wait until the realization that Mac really is just someone who can play quarterback in this league? Another year and a half. Uh, Bill's words, not mine. Are we really going to have to wait until Mac has a perfect O line, the OC he needs, yep. and a plethora yep. of weapons in place only then? To realize yes. what's been apparent, I'm if I'm Bill, I'm not waiting for Matt to have a
4: utopia to play in before I move on. I, I mean, I see, I see
3: Paul. They're out yeah. <laughs> there. They're out Fred, there.
4: People are going to write in. For negative,
3: I'm just saying they're. Out I'm there. telling
4: you, find me the media people who think like that.
3: We don't care. I'm talking about our fans are more important to me than what the media
4: thinks. Oh, that's that's nice of you, you pa- know, pandering boy. I care more about <laughs> what our fans <laughs> think. It's like Panda Andy, it's like Andy Hart pandering yesterday on, on Twitter, right? Oh, so evidently Brandon Bean, the Bills GM, doesn't want to suck. Had a line doesn't want to suck bad enough to get Jamar Chase, you know, to someone like Jamar Chase, yeah. and Andy Hart retweets. and goes, well, How'd you get Josh Allen? <laughs> well, I don't know made about four trades to move from 21 to 7 to draft him. In other words, they didn't suck bad enough to get Josh right. Allen. Andy. Like, yeah. you, see, y- you don't see. have to jump through hoops to pander to the Patriots fans. Yeah. Which, th- th- the <laughs> thing that cracks Andy me up, it? and Fred will, will vouch for me on this, there was nobody more negative than that SOB <laughs> when he sat in your chair. <laughs> yeah. Now all of a sudden he's on EEI and people are, you know.
6: Fitzy's rubbing off on him.
4: Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> no, well, it's
3: that whole station is gearing up for Adam Jones.
6: Oh, yeah. It's going to be like the
4: because launch. now really they've got their but guy. But that's, that's the whole station is that they're the counter to the quote-unquote negative station of the Hall. Right, but they're going to have their negative guy. Oh, yeah. So they're all honing their their game
6: to how play does, uh, against him. How does uh, Felger feel about his, uh, his, his, his young? I mean, they had such a fun relationship. Like, I always loved when Adam would come on, and Felger was the, just so bemused by night. them, like, how, how we would take it. And now now they're, they're well, going up against each other.
4: Joe Murray, who is – I don't know if he's officially going to be the new night guy, but he's been doing nights since Adam left, and he's very much in that mold. Mm-hmm. He just talks about food and gambling more yeah. than anybody else. But, yeah, like, again, I know you always say, like, well, see, they're out there. Yes, I understand there are some people out there. The vast majority of the analysis is that it's all Matt Patricia, and this is all going to get fixed magically right now. Now I'm I'm telling you what's going to happen is they're going to have largely the same cast of characters on offense, and then that will be the excuse. You got to give them weapons. See what they did with Stephon Diggs. See what they did with Jamar Chase. See what they did with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. That's just, what's going to happen. Yeah,
6: I just feel like they got to add somebody. You know, and, and and I and I'm sure that we probably could have the ba- they added the wrong guy, but you know with. With Aguilar hitting free agency, with Myers free agency, like moves have to happen at those spots. So i I just hope that they have somebody somehow, whether it's a oh, first round gonna, rookie, they're going to add someone, somebody even in the Devonte Parker. Like, all right, it's not exactly what I wanted, but he's okay. Well, I mean, yeah, if you, you have to you have, know, have wide receiver. Someone's going to have, gonna be on the team. Yeah. If you want to have knee jerk
3: analysis of the four remaining teams, three great quarterbacks, and the one that doesn't has great
4: talent, yeah. right? On right, everywhere. you were well, you were in upstairs when we were talking about this yesterday, right? Uh, Off so, air, yeah. Know. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, you can you can sit back and you can say, see, Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant, yeah. Like, think about how difficult it is to do it that way, and think about the level of player of George Kittle, uh, Debo Samuel, Nick Bosa. <laughs> Dre Greenlaw. He won't he won't Fred, Fred Warner. Fred He's Warner. not going to
3: mention McCaffrey.
4: I know. No, waiting for no 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 <laughs> no. No no, no. He won't no, no McCaffrey. Fred. Fred. Yeah. They didn't draft him. Oh, okay. I'm talking about okay. how hard it is yeah. to not just draft players that play for you, which yeah. a lot of teams can do. Yeah. Cuz a lot of players a lot of teams will just play the guys they draft. I'm talking about guys who are at the very top of their profession at what they do that they drafted. Yeah. 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 They, they That's did. That's so hard. Now McCaffrey that just adds to it. Brandon Ayuk right. I would throw in that draft category yep. yeah. Like yeah. McCaffrey just adds to an already stacked roster Trent Williams I didn't mention either Trent Williams a lot of people think is b- the, maybe the best left tackle to ever play the game but they didn't draft him
9: mm-hmm.
4: so that's why I didn't include him Okay, you can do that to build a team and yeah you could probably win with virtually anybody playing quarterback although I would argue they haven't they, until now, they've only won when Jimmy plays quarterback. Now Brock Purdy's been able to go 7-0 and or whatever he is. Yeah. But that team is absolutely loaded. All
3: right, a couple quick uh, calls, and then we're going to get to picks. Uh, Eldred's in North Carolina. What's up, Eldred?
9: Hey,
2: fellas. ladies, how y'all doing? We're doing hey, well. Paul, uh, doing the draft, I said I didn't want Mac Jones in the first place. I wanted Justin Fields. So I remember. I still don't believe he's the guy. I yeah,
4: remember you so didn't my want him. Is
2: this. Yeah. My um, thing is this. Uh, Chicago got first pick. Trade Mac to, to the Raiders for the first. Try to get field for a second. And then get those two get those two man corners. That's going to be in the draft because those tackles going to be gone before we get there at 14. What are,
4: wait, Can we get go that, back over the trade? Uh, what are we trading?
2: Get a second and a third. No, no, no. Uh, they're what, not going what, are, what
4: are the Patriots trading?
2: Mac Jones to the Raiders.
4: Okay, in exchange for... Waller,
2: oh, Renfro. Maybe a second. <laughs> no, you ain't going to get Waller and Renfro, no. You're not going to get, get a, a first either. <laughs> yeah, but you might get a second, top sucker. Maybe. They're going to have a bunch of man corners in the second and third and fourth round, but the best one is going to be in the first one. The guy from Illinois and the other guy, I think he's from, uh, I forgot the other And two. who's our quarterback? Good press man corners. Corners, corners.
3: No, but who's our quarterback if
4: we trade Mac Jones?
2: Trade for field. He'll, he'll fit. Uh, but what are you going to trade for,
4: what are you going to trade to Chicago for Fields?
2: LA's Vegas' Vegas's first rounder. Maybe that first maybe the second. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm. But like I said I you guys pay to attention
4: devil. to this stuff more than I do. Well, if you <laughs> end up with Justin Fields somehow,
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm Oh,
4: with yeah, that. no, I mean, I could be talked into that. <laughs> yeah. um, Thanks, you guys, Alfred. You guys know this stuff more than I do. Is Chicago, like, really I know. contemplating that I, trading no. that, fields and taking crazy. a quarterback with that pick? That's crazy. So.
6: I'd also wonder, do you really think Josh McDaniels wants to trade for Mac? You know, I don't. that seems like yeah. really.
4: Uh, oh, you didn't know that they hugged after the game? John and Duxbury, what's
2: <laughs> up? <laughs> good, good afternoon, I all. mean, that's why John Dr. Hopkins is coming down. a couple of I want to make. Okay. Uh, number one, I've been looking at some of those mock drafts, and uh, I would be okay with them taking Michael Meyer, uh, from the. the uh, I'm sure you guys have seen him play the tight end from Notre Dame, yep. Who, yep. Is, who is an excellent player. Uh, and then getting a tackle or a corner in the second round. What do you guys feel about that? Uh,
6: I wouldn't be totally opposed to it. I mean, I, I think it, it falls under my feeling of you just you just need weapons, and you need as much as you have tight ends. I think you know you're going to probably lose at least one of them in the next year, and I think he has the potential to be you know a real kind of game changer as a tight end. So as much as you want like a really stud wide receiver, I, I think he could potentially uh, yeah, maybe I, I hear he's, do you know, the kind of worthy you know, of being drafted. I mean, it's just, you know as Paul said, you, Thanks, you, need the t- you need two, and I think even the playoffs recently have. You know, even if it's not a, 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 like one of those elite number twos, like maybe you would call T. Higgins, like you just need guys who are going to be effective in the big spots and, and it's somewhere to go when your big guy isn't having a big game. Or all right, getting caught. Okay, sir. All
3: right, it's that time of the week. That's getting nasty. <laughs> uh, hurry, Paul. What happened last week?
4: Well, uh, Young Evan at four and zero set the pace in the uh, the overall last week. Uh, Fred and Paul three and one, right behind, and Mike two and two with the spread Evan was three and one Paul and Fred were two and two and Mike was one and three so Mm -hmm. the playoff standings Paul and Evan tied at eight and two Mike and Fred right behind at seven and three overall with the spread we got to really pick up our games boys yeah Uh Uh Paul no surprise has less work to do to catch up (laughs) five and five Evan and Fred, four and six. Mike, three and seven. What's and not good, Bob? What are we doing? What are you yeah, doing? You should happened? just let your dog pick for hmm. you. All right. So that's where we stand after uh, after two rounds. Okay, Alex, will you be partaking? I'm going to partake today. Okay. All right. So we start See, three. I, el- o- I heard
9: I
7: won a few weeks I ago eliminated
9: and on the, the, the
4: show. Al- <laughs> I eliminated the Alex column. <laughs> 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 I had the column here set up for Alex, that's and then it's like weird. she doesn't come anymore. Uh, uh, community events like
3: really got uh, <laughs> three o'clock on Sunday on Fox. Uh the thirteen and four forty 49ers are at the fourteen and three Eagles.
4: Eagles by two and a half.
6: Eagles by two and a half. Ah. Yeah, I think I I, I picked against San Francisco last week. Uh, I thought it would come down to the quarterback. Dak played terribly. Um, so it didn't. I guess it maybe it kinda did, but I'm gonna go with the same kind of philosophy. I think that, they're going to be uh, the Eagles are better at the quarterback position with Jalen Hurts, uh, and that is going to be the difference. I'll take the Eagles. I'll lay the points.
7: Eagles both ways.
4: I am going to take the Eagles as well. Uh, this is more of a pick with my heart than my head. I just I don't know. I, really, I'm rooting against the Niners. I
3: think if you use your head, like Brock Purdy's runs over. You know, I yeah. think he was exposed a little bit last week, and that continues this week.
4: Yeah. Well, I know he had great numbers um, against. Seattle I don't think he played that well in that game especially in the first half. Yeah. Um, I think if you can get some pressure on him and not allow them to run wild. Yeah. I mean the
3: the 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 key here is San Francisco's great defense.
4: I mean um, yeah, San both Fransi- teams San Francisco's yeah. both great, teams have
3: defense, great defense, you know. Yeah. They could keep it a game just because of their defense. But I think clear advantage hurts. Okay. And you know. So you got Philly? I got Philly both ways. Philly Philly. Um, 630 on CBS, the 12 and four Bengals are at the 14 and three chiefs
4: Bengals by one. Um, Mahomes was a full participant yesterday. Yeah. Haven't been on Twitter today to see what's going on. Uh, I saw the clip of him, you know, t- talking at the podium, walking, walking. off. Yeah, you can't I, yeah. I don't. Like, put any stock in any of that. Someone was like, maybe it wasn't even Mahomes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, didn't you see how his head What Did you see him? His head was straight <laughs> to the side. So I, it was definitely Mahomes. <laughs> um, but the uh, the people in Vegas clearly still have some questions because the yeah. Bengals are yeah. a road favorite. What do you think yeah. if
3: Mahomes was 100%, the spread would be?
4: Uh,
6: the Two and a half. Yeah.
3: I was going to say under three. Yeah. 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 Two
4: and a half, three, much like the other game.
6: So. As probably any, everybody figures, I'm going to take Cincinnati and Joe Burrow. Uh, hard to pick against them. I just I think Mahomes is still going to be limited, um, and it's, it's not going to be enough. The Bengals are playing En Fuego. I got a uh, Bengals-Eagles Super Bowl.
7: I also have a Bengals-Eagles Super Bowl. It's going to set up, I think, the most watched Super Bowl ever from the female demographic. <laughs> wow. And I'm going to give Cincy the
6: points, too. Who, Jalen Hurts? I'm is intrigued she a, a by this. Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow nice and Jalen Hurts.
7: Elite yeah. talent with the female demographic. <laughs> nice.
6: Paul, Paul learned. Well, he learned me something. <laughs> she learns me something every show. <laughs> you don't she like doesn't Brock speak purdy? often, but when she does, <laughs> he's not pretty.
7: Um, let's give him some time to grow a little more. Okay. But uh, no, those two guys are Joe the elite, Burrow Elite talents.
4: Jalen her, I could see that. Yeah, Good looking yeah. guys. Not I mean, Joe Burrow, I'm not ashamed to I say I mean, it. he
6: still does look a little bit like grown up Macaulay Culkin.
4: Yeah, yeah, he's a quite little Joe Burrow? He's what, yeah. He's yeah. A, yes. he's what Macaulay Culkin should have looked there. like yeah. when yeah. he grew up. He's yeah. a little goofy looking. But I, I'm, I'm, Joe Burrow, I'm you think he's goofy Oh, no, I think he's a good looking guy, but I think he has a little bit of a goofball kind of look. you
6: I don't get the goofball things. I don't know. I just
4: think sometimes he's He's a little out there. Yeah, Matt McCauley. Jalen Hurts, I can absolutely see. Oh, Paul. He's a good looking guy. Find your type. Right. Route, I, even, even Marine Corps Matt is, is nodding. He's going to have to push away from the <laughs> Mar- table. Barrows is too girly. Faith hey, has absolutely no idea what she got herself <laughs> Faith into. Faith
7: is like red. She's red. Faith She's is red. upset. <laughs>
4: They're
7: both top two.
4: Jalen Hurts, I can absolutely see. Remember oh, All he walked, right, Paul. <laughs> calm down. Hey, Jesus. Mike. You remember when he walked by That's us good. to go to the bathroom? <laughs>
7: I saw a TikTok of Joe Burr talking about like (laughs) going down rabbit holes on YouTube about physics, and I was just like, "Oh,
3: he likes Star Wars too." Yeah, you said going. I thought that was going in another (laughs) direction, but anyway, um,
4: I I, I am also with uh, Cincinnati in this game. By the way, Um, I'm with the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have a little fear of uh, Patrick Mahomes as a, a home dog. Well, I think it, it's only the second time in his career. That guy. You know, the other thing,
3: are, are we not giving enough credit to the Chiefs' defense, especially up
4: front? <sighs> yeah, I don't think the Chiefs' defense yeah. is all that. I, you know. Yeah. So Paul clearly isn't giving any credit to I'm not giving them any No, I don't think they're bad. I don't think Buffalo's defense is bad either. They eviscerated it last week.
3: Mm-hmm. So
4: I, you know, I think that they'll probably play more man than Buffalo – traditionally does but I think Buffalo was kind of forced to do that last week because of their personnel uh, issues but
9: Chris Jones is awesome Chris Jones is a defensive
4: player of the year candidate Um, and if that issue that I thought was going to happen last week with Cincinnati's offensive line if that takes place Mm. Fred will be right. He'll yeah. have that that defensive that's line. Good,
6: that's a good key.
4: Is capable of reckoning yeah, Th- data point. This maybe, is if definitely uh who if we I had w- any of those. This anymore. is who I want
3: to win pick, not who I think is going to win. So I'm going with the Chiefs.
4: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, fun. I won't be upset if the Chiefs win, and whoever wins the AFC game, I'll root for in the Super Bowl. No, yeah. I'm rooting
6: oh, for the Eagles. I'll, no, I'll be I upset, upset when they have a little family like group hug, and everyone's all dressed up like. I never saw it's an anybody. <laughs> I never
4: saw anybody get upset at other people's successes <laughs> like Mike Dooley.
6: Oh no! Oh man, it was just it's just like I don't know. Doesn't everybody? I don't
4: hate like that? him. He looks like he's <laughs> well, enjoying it.
6: He was drummed out of Hollywood.
4: And he so looks so he's like has got he's a right. lot of resentment. That's right. He he's looks like he's enjoying <laughs> it. Yeah. I don't care for that.
3: He's got resentment. All those, you know, all these people <laughs> who made
6: it. <laughs> what the whole family. What are they? The Hunts? Get out of here. The Hunts. Get them out of here. Yeah. Right. What, a, what have they ever done? Bright really, yellow. Right? I'm just imagining them like all obviously so they're going shopping for like,
1: oh, this is the perfect red color for my chief. Team. I'm gonna dress up in yellow. I'll look Chiefsy. Uh, yeah.
6: He just
4: summed so up the entirety of Patriots Nation <laughs> right there. <laughs> all right. So that's why they love him. That's gonna be it for this
3: edition of Patriots Unfiltered. Everybody have a good weekend watching the games and we will see you next Tuesday.
0: Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.
4: The
9: world's original podcast